I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. to the republic for which it stands under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. CBD. The best CBD products on the planet. Over 100 five-star reviews. Can verify authentication. Gold in full spectrum. Full panel lab testing. What is full panel lab testing? Cannabinoids and terpenes. Pesticides. Mycotoxins, solvents, heavy metals, microbials, foreign matter. Get serious. Serious CBD. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no. Not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply. Refuse to show vaccine passports. Refuse to wear a mask refuse to stay at home we will not comply with fauci we will not comply with joe biden and we will not comply with authoritarian governors i am not going to comply this ends now
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate. And your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm. And keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail. And then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the Solomon's they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore, and then you send your youth to slaughter, fighting other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died, or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright.
Broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Remember, all I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. It's a damn shame what the world's gotten to for people like me, people like you. Wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world With an old soul The rich man knows The rich man Lord knows They all just wanna have Total control Yo Give me freedom or give me death To that we pledge allegiances We the people had enough It's time we aired our grievances Against these treasonous demons So raise the alarm Cause the pigs are fully taken over On this animal farm Don't know anymore This world's gotten too cold to ignore Shit, is it 2023 or 1984? Thought police up at my door To open fire on me But I'd rather die on my feet Than survive on my knees And please We know how they looking at us From up at the Top. The tougher they made it for us, the fucking tougher we got They thought they'd keep us scared forever, but fuck it, we not We'll send them back to North of Richmond in some cuffs or a box Bow. It's a damn shame, what the world's gotten to For people like me, people like you Wish I could just wake up 
Can it not be true? But it is. Oh, it is. Living in the new world. With an old soul. The rich man told the rich man, Lord knows they all just want to have total control. Behind the politicians, there's a far more sinister villain That's power-driven, only answer to money is their religion They're controlling the way that we live in Keeping us mentally stuck in a prison So that the fire they know is rebellion never can spread Whenever it's risen But they've been seeing us waking up And now they fucking afraid As we the people get to see And through their fucking charade We're being played by these elites Who would rather see us enslaved As they lead us by the hand Where the land's dug with a grave And they could kill our character Through stories they Publish, or they'll just murder us and brand it as suicide to the public Or an accidental overdose Print the story, run it, say it's fact So people trust it, accept it, and move on from it But it's time to pick a side and get to striking a nerve In any way we're able, I'm fighting this fight with my words And if they keep pushing, then fuck it We inciting the purge And just to think, all we wanted was the rights we deserve It's a damn shame What the world's gotten to For people like me People like you wish I could just wake up and it not be true, but it is. Oh, it is living in the world with an old soul. The rich men hold the rich men. Lord knows they all just wanna have total control. Wanna know what you think, wanna know what you do, and they don't think you know. Edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. I am the Mick, and with me, of course, my much better beloved, better half, V Lynn. Hello, Patriots. Yeah. Oh. Anyway, we had a wonderful day right up until the point where we started to get ready for the show, and Mick almost shot the computer. Do not, baby. No, I, I just two You're, bullets. No, no, because then the whole show will shut down. I know. And we have everybody in here already. I although I didn't push it out. I know. So I'm just going to put two in it. Okay, gonna call not. it a day. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna. I have to say, though, light this bitch up. Okay. We honestly could not be more blessed. About what? 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 No, zip it. Zero. Zip. Dude, my mother showed up today. Oh, well, with that, a whole yeah, fucking that truck full yeah. of groceries. I gotta give you that. Yeah. Okay. So I was, ta- I was I talking to that. my mom the other day. I didn't know that you were gonna go, and there. she was like, "Hey." Uh, you know, is there anything I can like, you know, send you on Amazon or whatever, you know, like just something I can, you know, groceries or whatever I can send you. And I was like, honestly, mom, you know, I, you know, since we run a front scratch kitchen now, I really don't need a whole lot. You know, I was like, I put a list together for the whole month and I already priced it out at Sam's club. It's only gonna cost me like 250 bucks. And she was like, well, send me the list and I'll see if there's anything I can, you know, pick up for you. I was like, okay. I mean, I'm not about to say no to free food. So she texts me today. And she's like, yeah, I got most of your list. I'm on my way. Okay. No, no. Yeah, I think there was two things she didn't get on the list. But then she was like 20 things that weren't on the list that she showed, she totally got. Like my mom, sh- like my whole kitchen is full of food. I was like, holy shit, mom. You're-. And then she did my dishes because I was in bed for two days. She knows this. So, um, you know, the house is a wreck and we spent all day trying to clean up the yard and dealing with the birds and all that. 
because after the storm, you know, all this sticks and Mick's going to go over it with the, the tractor, but any, you know, large sticks will screw up the blade. So I had to go and, you know, police all that up and burn a whole bunch of stuff so that we can use wood ash to get rid of the squash borers in the, uh, the vines. And, um, yeah. And then now we haul all this food. I was like, oh, I mean, holy shit, mom. So, uh, she brought us food and she did the dishes and she didn't even bitch about how dirty my kitchen was. <laughs> so well, life happens. We're pretty blessed. Life happens. Gotta say, gotta say I'm, I'm more than one side on that. Yes, but we are. We are. There's an, there's another aspect. There that are, as are well changes that are, that coming. are coming and we are so incredibly grateful. And we are, that, and we couldn't be and, more happy. And we, we will, we'll tell you all more about that when that, happens but comes to fruition you know for now just we're just we're so grateful to to everybody to all of you shit we're glad we get to come on here every night just exactly fucking scream about the government thing. yeah so scream about the government bang on the government for a good hour two hours smoke some weed and enjoy yourselves yeah. anyway um what okay so i have a question for everybody mm -hmm. this is very serious the second time I, I didn't know anything about this. This is the first I heard about it. Did you all know that Mitch McConnell had a head injury? No. When did he have a concussion? You'd think it would have been mainstream news. Don't you would think that like, Hey, the speaker of the fucking Senate. Yeah. The minority speaker, of the, the minor Senate. minority leader of the Senate yeah. had a fucking brain. I don't know. Contusion, a concussion, a severe concussion. And nobody deemed to notify the See. I think there's bullshit afoot. Yeah, I, I think, I so think there's a lot of bullshit afoot. I think old Mitch McConnell had a fucking major stroke. And what you're seeing is what they call TIA. Yeah. All right. TIA I, is. He might have had a concussion if he had a stroke and fell down and hit his head. TIA is basically where your brain and everything pauses because the blood flow in your head is being stopped or it's not circulating like it's supposed to. So your brain just basically does the old Joe Biden. I mean, it basically just does this. And you stop talking, you stop reacting. Like I saw his face uh, today. Like I finally got to see that full clip of the full speech. And I didn't see it at first, but the second time I watched it, if you watch his face, right, he has a weird tick in his left eye. His left eye like blinks a couple times really fast. And then all of a sudden he just stops. Yeah, that's the TIA. That's it. That is it's called a trans ischemic attack. That is straight up a fucking stroke. That is not a brain injury. Yeah. I, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Anybody I mean, can technically say technically a stroke is a brain injury, but it, it didn't come from a contusion. It didn't no. come from a and yeah, I, I do remember Tammy when he fell in his hotel room and they said he was fine. And we were like, Oh, Mitch had a stroke. <laughs> he fell in his hotel room. <laughs> They're like, oh no, he's fine. But I, I now just, he had a serious concussion. He had a serious healing? concussion. No, no, he had a stroke, folks. I, I think he had a stroke. I yeah. think Mitch is going to um, be exiting. I think so. Too. The office, hopefully, very soon, because we don't need that piece of shit around anymore. He doesn't do anything for us. Well, and then of course that started out the whole everybody on both sides now talking about term limits, and they're like, well, we don't need term limits. We need age limits. But what age? Or maybe everyone should just take a cognition test. No, we well, need term how limits. often? No, we no need... this is the debate that's going yeah, on in the we House need... and the Congress right we, now. We need term limits, period. We need term limits first. You want to put age restrictions on shit? Fine. Fine. Let's just do term limits first. Yeah. Let's start with the simplest thing we can get accomplished. Let's start term limits. Because these mother... Hey, 
Mitch McConnell's been in the Senate for 90 years. He's got so many, he's got so much moss on his feet. He might as well be a fucking tree. That son of a bitch might as well plant himself. He's been there forever. He holds up half the building. I mean, between him and Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, they have more than 40 years combined in the Senate. Yeah. And the Congress. Actually, I think Nancy alone has 40 years because she's been around since JFK. Yeah. The first one. That's John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Yeah. The one that didn't get protected by the Secret Service. Not like <laughs> the rest. Have. Not like the rest of them are going to get protected. Oh, but shit. Oh, um, we just need to get rid of all of them. Fuck the term limits. Just fucking get rid of all of them. Let's just start. Burn it down and start over. Well, yeah. I'm, I'm down with that. But let's do it. Let's do something. This sitting around, standing by, waiting for somebody else to do something is not going to do anything. We have, we want accountability for everything that's taken place. Yep. Everything. When do we want it? I wanted it yesterday. Yep. I want Joe Biden to go to jail. I want Hunter Biden to go to jail. I want Kamala Harris to go to jail. I want Barack Obama to go to jail. I want Hillary Clinton to go to jail. I want Mitch McConnell to go to jail. I want anybody that was involved in the Russia cover-up to go to jail. I want anybody that was involved with election interference to go to jail. Yeah. If you interfere in an election in the United States, we should make the bullet point that you go to jail. Not only do you go to jail for a little bit. I mean, they sent uh, the proud boy leader, Joe Biggs. They sentenced him to 17 years in prison for walking into the, the house for 18 minutes, nonviolently 17 mm. years in prison. It's a bold move to bold move. He's got but, a baby at home. Hey, America, when are we, when are we going to, yeah, when he gets out of jail, the baby will be 17. Yeah. So 18, I think is a year now, but yeah. Unless this is still legit America. This is still legit. This is cool un, by you all. Unless whoever gets elected in 2024 decides to pardon all the J six, the nonviolent J sixers as some of them have promised. Yeah. The only problem with him is he was not, he's not in a par pardonable sentence. His sentence was not handed down by a federal court. His sentence was handed by down by his DC state court, which how, you can't, how can it be? If, if he was on according federal to property, what, according to what this said, it was handed down by a DC DC state court. Okay. First off, DC is not a state, so it shouldn't have its own court. It shouldn't have a state court. Secondly, it does have its own court. It DC does have its own. Okay. Court. But fine. But he was, it happened on federal property. So it should be a federal case. It should be, but it was tried in the DC. I'm just reading what the, the gotcha. notes say it, where he was. It won't, he wouldn't be able to be pardoned. That's it looks like fucking bullshit. So uh, we're going to have to break his ass out of there. I don't know what else to tell you. Or, 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 or he doesn't go to jail. Well, how hard is that? So I'll tell you what, a lot of these J6ers have mysteriously died before, just before their court cases, like after they were indicted, before they've gone to trial. Who? Um, I mean, in the valid attempt of sounding like a fucking owl, who? Well, there's a one. There was the one guy that committed suicide, and then there was well, a, yeah, but he committed suicide. There was another one too. Um, I just heard about today. He was a young kid, and uh, he died two weeks after he was indicted. And they're not releasing any details into his death, but there's a police report. Who Who is it though? Um, What's the name? Trying to look up, but I had it. Hold on. 
Well, that's uh, you're not going to find it in this amount of time. So probably just, not. Would you but anyway. bring up the first video because I'm already sick of this computer. I'm ready to kill it. I know you are. You can't even bring it up, can you? Sure, I can. Well, you haven't brought up a video yet. Well, we usually talk for about 20 minutes before we even start playing videos. I know. I videos. told you about an hour ago. We're not even 15 minutes in. Chill. I know, but it's going to take an hour for the system to pull a video up. That's my point. No, it's not. See? We'll see. We'll see. What are you going to talk about? We're already in the January 6th yet. I figured you had a video for it. Well, I do actually. But is it in J6? No. No. I think it's in Truth Bombs. So I'm feeling a little better, except now I'm, uh, fuck, where did I put it? Um, now I'm, now I just have a, head cold. Now I'm just like congested. And my dad, my mom was like, invite your dad over. Like, let's have a party and invite your dad over so he can go in the pool because he really wants an invitation. He's my dad. He doesn't need a fucking invitation. You can just come over and hang out in the pool. But I was like, mom, I mean, I'm, I'm all about that. Y'all coming over and hanging out in the pool, but I know how compromised his immune system is after like eight fucking jabs. So let's wait until I'm better before I get him sick. (laughs) So, um, let's hold off on that. And that reminds me, uh, Wix, um, I'm, uh, postponing our, our party that was supposed to be tomorrow to either Sunday or Monday, I'm guessing. Cause you have to work on Monday, don't you? No, I think I have to work Tuesday. I don't think I have to work Monday. Okay, good. Then we'll, we'll do it Monday just cause I don't want to get everyone sick. So, cause that just sucks. So, uh, so yeah, so our, our, Sunday. Labor Day party will be Sunday or Monday, depending on how we're feeling. So, well, shit, Sunday is true spiracy. Sunday is true spiracy. What are we doing for true spiracy? Well, you didn't want to continue with, uh, you wanted to take a break from um, Jubilee. Jubilee. Yes. So, we were going to go over, we were going to do Tucker instead of God. Okay. Yeah. Cause Jubilee was dragging on there. Yeah. Well, it wasn't getting spicy. Yeah. Well, all right. We need to dedicate another Sunday to we do we do with that there is so much in here it's not even funny like it's it's so ridiculous um but all right Uh, there's so much stuff like since we basically just did a off the rails show yesterday and really didn't play any clips there's so much content to go over so let's get into it we'll start with trump how's that well we were at january 6th yeah i know but i don't know where that clip went so fuck it great oh well you'll have that Young American deserves to know that they are the heirs to an incredible history given to us by a legion of true American heroes. Individuals like George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, Betsy Ross, Frederick Douglass, Abraham Lincoln, Harriet Tubman, Susan B. Anthony, Teddy Roosevelt, Generals George Patton, Douglas MacArthur, we could use them now and countless other legends, patriots, and giants of American history. Yet we are also a people whose heroes live not only in the past, but all around us today, including the men and women of the United States military, our law enforcement, and our first responders, who are all willing to lay down their lives so that we can have safety, peace, freedom, and life. The stories of our great American heroes remind us what our country is all about and how each one is capable of achieving this great, great thing that we all want to do. We want to have an incredible, successful life. We want to be also 
great patriots and strength for our nations. Our heroes inspire us to make America great again. We will give every young American the chance to know our remarkable heroes, to love this country, and to learn that the story of America unites us and makes us stronger and free. Thank you very much. You know, I, I agree with what he's saying there. Uh, there, There's, so in the military, third ID or well, third infantry battalion, which is stationed outside of, uh, what third? No, the, the what, Fort Stewart. No, up in DC, outside of the, um, the cemetery, uh, Arlington? Arlington, they're right outside Arlington. They do all of the presidential funerals. They do all the big funerals. Um, a lot of guys in the army give them a lot of shit. Uh, when I was up there at McNair for a while, one of the things I learned about those guys, uh, they're required to learn every single person in the, in Arlington, that was a medal of honor awardee. And not only did they have to learn every single person that was buried in Arlington, that was a medal of honor awardee. They also had to know the date in which they were given the medal. And they also had to know the circumstances surrounding the medal. That is a ridiculous task. Those are like E1s and E4s that have to memorize it. If you've never read a Medal of Honor um, citation, it's normally about eight or nine pages long. And they had to memorize all of this because when they were walking around the, the cemetery, if you asked about this Medal of Honor winner, they had to be able to give you the story and they were required to give it to you on demand just like that. That to me is ridiculous because I think it's so fucking stupid. But when you think about what it takes to do that job, to walk around, yeah, you're not, you're a soldier. You're a different type of soldier. You're not the type of soldier like me. You weren't going out and ending people, but you were so disciplined that you knew every detail of every medal of honor awardee in a cemetery of over 6,500 dead. And you knew every single one and every single one is granted the authority to be buried there. That's pretty fucking ridiculous when you look at it. You know, you want to learn about American patriots. You want to learn about American history. Just go read some uh, Medal of Honor awardees. I'm telling you right now, I've read some Silver Star awardees, including my own. And I'm going to tell you right now, those should have been Medal of Honor. I mean, the way they read, it sounds like the guy should have gotten the Medal of Honor and not a Silver Star. I mean, technically, yours should have been an LOM, but they tried to... to, to... No, the Legion of Merit was my retirement award. That wasn't mm. that award. Okay. That award was for combat. The Silver Star is only a combat award. It's not okay. a re retirement award. My retirement award should have been a, isn't your legion, a isn't loss, the, of, a loss the, of motivation. Isn't the Legion of Merit one below the... in between the Silver Star and the Medal of Honor? No, the Silver Star is above that. Oh, okay. Silver Star is one below the Medal of Honor. Okay. If you got a Silver Star, you probably ninety percent of the time should have gotten. It just meant that you survived. Yes. And you didn't get. You were still alive. Yeah. Because how many how many Medal of Honor recipients were alive when they received seven? Okay. As of today. Yeah. So most of them are dead. Most of them died saving lives, which is why they got the Medal of Honor. Correct. So. You probably got a silver star because the life you saved wasn't an American. 
No, I got a silver star because I was an E7 when I was stupid <laughs> and stepped in front of bullets. You step, yeah, to save a kid who just no. wasn't an American. No. Yeah, if it had been American, if you're it probably an American right. Kid, you probably would have gotten the medal of honor. Probably right. But no, you saved an Afghani kid, and so they just gave you a silver star. Yeah, they just gave me a pat on the back. Exactly. Said, hey, good job. Yeah, they're like, great. Now in 20 years, he's going to turn around and shoot us. Actually, Ready to save him. Probably five. <laughs> okay. Who's counting? Who's counting? <laughs> That's true. He was like 10 when you saved him. Yeah, so, so he's probably like years. five. Yeah. Okay. And he started picking up weapons at 12, so don't matter. I mean, he was probably picking up weapons when you saved his ass, but you know, probably. Um, and if y'all haven't heard that story, I know Mick's not allowed to tell it, but I am because, you know, uh, they were in a firefight and they entered a, I guess you call it a house, a fucking mud hut or whatever. And no, it was a house. We kicked in a door. Okay. Haji inside was shooting at them in between Haji and them was a 10 year old kid kind of the same age as connor at the time our teenager at the time yep. and mick just saw our kid that's it and he ran into the room grabbed the kid up turned around put his back to the bullets and took them all in the back saved the kid's life and then my buddy coming in the door behind me put three in the dude's chest yeah he's no longer with us so uh you know Mick and ended I up with a, a bunch of broken, broken ribs and uh, a lot of back pain for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I probably pissed off that kid. He was probably just running for his grenade. I don't know. <laughs> probably. I was running for my ID, as my boss would say. You going to get blown up by another ID today while you're driving down the road? Nah, just it happened Maybe. all the time. It did happen all the time. I mean, I got blown up. Fuck. I don't know you how many seriously times. seriously got blown up more than probably anybody in combat ever. i've never had a vehicle that ever survived all of my vehicles have died it was weird. even the rentals yeah <laughs> don't ever repeat that holy shit <laughs> next thing you know i'm gonna have fucking the u.s government <laughs> with a forty thousand dollar car bill at the door hey you did you fuck this car, car up <laughs> yeah yeah that was me Woo! that was a good night well, i'll tell you something captain's credit card though <laughs> talk to him Hey, Big Mike and the boys, you know, they said, thanks for the F-shack, you know? <laughs> oh, anyway. Nothing like the other guys, you know? Wow. Sometimes. It sounds feminine. It sounds feminine. Well, yeah. I didn't know we were talking about Cisco. <laughs> Sorry, Cisco, I couldn't resist. <laughs> Since he called himself gay earlier. <laughs> All right. Anyway, uh, so... Trump's Georgia case. Oh, wait, before we get to that, did you guys hear today? Um, this came out this morning. Brad Raffensperger testimony supports Trump's defense in the Georgia case. Of course oh, yeah? it does. How's that? Because Raffensperger is a big, cheap fucking pussy. Yeah, oh yeah. Testimony this week in federal court by Georgia State Secretary of uh, State Ra Brad Raffensperger reportedly contradicted claims of former President Donald Trump insisting that he violate his oath of office by fabricating enough votes to win the state. Breitbart noted uh, that the media misrepresented the January 2021 phone call between Trump and Raffensperger, quoting Trump as telling Raffensperger that he should find the votes necessary for him to win. In fact, Trump said, I just want to find the votes. Referring to his own state of mind. 
Moreover, the context that believed that Trump had actually won the state of Georgia and the votes simply had not been properly counted yet. Raffensperger took the stand with the federal court in Northern District of Georgia as a part of a hearing on motions for the former White House Chief of Staff Mark Meadows, who's one of Trump's 18 co-defendants in the criminal case in Fulton County, Georgia. Meadows argued that the case should be removed from federal court or removed to federal court because he just was working for the president. Therefore, he can't be tried in a state court under the Constitution Supremacy Clause, yeah, which is absolutely true. Privilege. He does. Yeah, as does Trump. As does Trump. Meadows stunned many of the observers testifying in his own defense. Raffensperger, who was subpoenaed to testify, the Colton, uh, the Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis, according to George Washington University law professor Jonathan Turley, Raffensperger testified that the call, while extraordinary, was a settlement negotiation in the context of an argument over whether to pursue another recount of the votes and to demand the demand. and not a demand to make up new votes. I, I don't which hey, basically destroys her whole case. Which Raffensperger is actually just speaking fact. Yep. So he's scared as shit because right now the people of Georgia are ready to string him up by his pinky toes. Because we've all heard the actual phone call. We don't just listen to what the Washington Post misrepresented. That's correct. So. And Raffensperger's got to be honest because the people of Georgia know exactly what the fuck happened under here. oath. Yeah. And he understands that as the secretary of state for the state of Georgia, if he lies under oath, do not pass go, do not collect $200. You just go straight to fucking jail. Well, you'd hope, but I don't think that would happen with our corrupt governor. You know, it might because Kemp's a fucking pussy too. He is. He's a huge and pussy. He did say he is going to follow the letter of the Well, You know what? Here, we'll, we'll let, let him, him, let him tell it. This might be the Kemp one. Let's see. President Donald Trump pleaded not guilty today to charges in Georgia that accuse him and 18 allies of trying to upend the 2020 presidential election results in that state. The plea allows Mr. Trump to avoid an in-person arraignment next week. For more on the latest developments in that case, we're joined now by Stephen Fowler, who covers politics for Georgia Public Broadcasting. Stephen, thank you for being with us. So Donald Trump pleading not guilty. What exactly does that mean for his arraignment? And what else is he seeking in this Fulton County case? Well, Jeff, what it means is that we will not be seeing Donald Trump travel to Georgia and sit in a Fulton County courtroom and enter that same plea. There are 19 defendants, and many of them have entered what's known as an arraignment waiver, which means they have entered their pleas of not guilty ahead of time, and they don't have to show up for this quick 15-minute scheduled hearing next Wednesday. Trump has also filed a motion to sever from defendants that are requesting a speedy trial. At least two people so far say that they want to have a trial as soon as possible, which could be as early as the end of October. Uh, he says that that would violate his rights, and he's asking for basically uh, as long as possible to have his trial. And this comes as the judge also ruled, Jeff, that there will be cameras in the courtroom. The judge will have a YouTube channel to stream all of the court hearings related to this, so we'll be able to watch things in real time. Hmm. And there's also some news involving the governor and the district attorney. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp, he's rejecting calls to discipline or remove a Fulton County District, district Attorney Fonnie Willis from her position, which is what some Trump-aligned Republicans in that state had wanted. Here's what the governor said today. Let me be clear. We have a law in the state of Georgia 
that clearly outlines the legal steps that can be taken if constituents believe their local prosecutors are violating their oath by engaging in unethical or illegal behavior. Up to this point, I have not seen any evidence that D.A. Willis's actions or lack thereof warrant action by the prosecuting attorney oversight commission. So Kemp, we should say, signed this law, but now he's saying that it shouldn't be used against Bonnie Willis. Why is this significant? Well, it's a big deal because Trump and a couple of his allies in the Georgia legislature are pushing to have a special session to strip funding away from Bonnie Willis or to impeach her or to basically punish her for bringing these charges against Trump and 18 other people. And Kemp is pushing back on this, saying, that's not something I can do. That's not something we should do. And he keeps saying that Republicans need to focus on the future because Georgia has some strong evidence in both 2020 and 2022 where focusing on the past has meant Democrats win the races. So a strong rebuke to the former president and to some of his allies pushing for punishing this prosecutor. Left, we're also waiting for the judge in this case to rule on Mark Meadows, the former White House chief of staff, his request Causes. to have this case moved from state court. Look, I, I get you, Mark Meadows. Yeah, whatever. We know that. We've got you. He's trying to move it to federal court. So one of the one of the big parts here, just remember, all right, Georgia. And this goes out to my Georgians. This is just to Georgia, just the state of Georgia. So all the rest of you guys, I know you guys are here from all over the place, all over the world. We got people from Scotland everywhere listening. But just for Georgia, I got a serious question for you. He wrote a law to remove a DA. Kemp did. Yep. When do we impeach Kemp? That's a great question. When does Georgia finally stop playing these bullshit games and we finally impeach this motherfucker? He is doing everything in his power to keep Fannie Willis in charge. Yep. Why? Because China's telling them that. Yep. Why? Because he's a democratic stooge. You just don't know it yet. Yeah. Uh, well, he is. That live in Georgia know this. Yeah. Uh, I'm pretty sure most of the people in Georgia know. This. Yeah. Georgia. When do we impeach Kemp? Seriously. We have got to re we got to get rid of this motherfucker. If we do anything as Georgians, if we do anything that makes us different from any other fucking state right now, we need to impeach him. And pretty much everybody at the state house. Because they all sold into this idea that somehow China is going to save Georgia. That ain't going to happen. Georgians aren't going to let that happen. So Georgia, when are we going to stand up and impeach Kemp? He is bought and paid for by China. If we just do a little digging. We're going to find it all. His son-in-law was not killed by accident. It, he was killed to send a message to Kemp. Well, it wasn't a son-in-law. It was his daughter's yeah. boyfriend, but okay. Whatever. It was going to be a son-in-law. Well, you don't know that, but okay. Yeah, I know that they were going to be engaged. That's about all I know. I That part is kind of weird. That old boy was about to be engaged to his daughter, and now yep. he's dead, and, and now... All of a sudden, Kelly, he is Kelly Laffler staffer as well. And now he's changing his tune mm -hmm. about what he wants to do with the law in Georgia. Yeah. Mr. Law Abiding Citizen, I'm Brian Kemp of Georgia. Yeah. Fuck you. He's a fucking tool. You're I'm a cuck. Him. He's a fucking tool. You're a cuck. Yeah. You're not a tool. You're a cuck. Yeah.
You're a little bitch. We played it the other night. Oh, thanks for videotaping me. Fuck you, you faggot. You should be videotaped. Every part of your life should be videotaped. If you're in political office, you should have to wear a body cam. Period. Yeah. I mean, I, I should know when you're jerking off. All meetings in all public buildings should be live streamed at all times. Period. Period. I mean, I, whether or not anyone watches it, fucking like C-SPAN, Court TV, who gives a fuck? Right? Just it should be hour. broadcast. Absolutely. On the internet so everybody can see it. Yep. So full transparency. Every, that's the only way you get full transparency. Yep. Is by doing that. Fuck that. Georgia is most famous for its peaches, even though it's actually, they come from South Carolina. Not really. <laughs> well, I know we do, but Georgia has their own peaches. They do, but South Carolina produces more peaches than Georgia. Yeah, does. but Georgia's got <laughs> way better peaches, and that's true. You've tasted a Georgia peach. They are pretty fucking delicious. per a fucking South Carolina peach. We both were like, "Yeah, you're right. Damn. That is pretty damn yeah. good." The, the very ones up, sweet, like Northern Georgia. They're very sweet, very, very sweet, very good. Yeah. So anyway, um, but she brought up Mark Meadows. This is uh, interesting. This came up today. Today, Donald Trump pleaded not guilty to felony charges for the fourth time in less than five months. Trump entered a plea of not guilty to all 13 charges against him in the Georgia case over his, his alleged attempts to overturn his 2020 election loss. The former president chose not to appear in court to make that plea, waiving his right to an arraignment. Trump's lawyers also asked the court to officially separate his trial from several of his co-defendants in that case who have requested their trials be sped up. The Trump legal team offered a now familiar argument about not having enough time to prepare for a trial in the near future. Now, today, we also got our first look at the full transcript of the former Trump chief of staff, Mark Meadows, after he took the stand for nearly four hours earlier this week. That transcript included Meadows' explanation for one of the most curious and overtly political incidents in the whole Georgia saga. After the 2020 election, Meadows made a surprise trip to a civic center in Cobb County, Georgia, where the state's ballot auditing process was taking place. Now, no one's really been able to explain what Meadows was doing there that day. But during his cross-examination on the stand, Mark Meadows told the court that he showed up to that ballot-counting facility uninvited. He said no one told him to go there. He just happened to be in the Atlanta area at the time, so he thought he'd show up. You know, you're on vacation in Atlanta, you visit the Coca-Cola Museum, you take in a ride on the Ferris wheel, then you drive out to the Cobb County Civic Center and take in a nice ballot audit, a totally normal thing to do. Prosecutors also appear to have caught Mark Meadows in a lie about his involvement in the alleged plot to organize fake electors in Georgia. Quoting from the transcript, prosecutor says, did you have any role, Mr. Meadows, in coordinating the various electors in the contested states for the Trump campaign? Meadows replies, no, I did not. Prosecutor, no role at all? Meadows, the only time that I know of from the elector's point was when somebody raised the issue with me and I referred, on to, uh, referred it on to the campaign. Prosecutor, so you had no role for the campaign or as chief of staff in coordinating those efforts across contested states? Meadows, as chief of staff, no, I did not coordinate those efforts. Prosecutor, okay. Got that? 
Meadows says he had no role in the fake electors plot, none whatsoever. Okay. Then just a few moments later, the prosecution asks Mark Meadows to read an email that he wrote to Trump 2020 campaign staffer Jason Miller, where they discuss a memo laying out the fake electors plot. Mark Meadows then tells Jason Miller in the email, quote, we just need to have someone coordinating the electors for the states, end quote. Today, in a new filing before that same court, Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis made a point of emphasizing the fact that Meadows had not been. Can can I interject here? Yes, please. With this homo? Yes, because, you know. Um, so I got a question for you. That's exactly why I brought it up. What, what crime is that? Exactly. There's no. Look, no, no, no. Look, MSNBC is literally look, trying to create a crime out of nothing. Folks, listen Just to me. Just like Fannie Willis. Listen to me. If I pull a piece of paper, right, and I, I read off the piece of paper, let's just say, for instance, um, here, I, I'm talking about X's new terms of agreement with their, with their people, right? Let's say I don't read this article at all. Let's say I lie 190% about everything in the article. Okay. I read something completely separate. Like my wife isn't reading over my shoulder. Wait, you work for MSNBC? Just hear me out. Just stop. That was fun. Okay. My, my point is this, no matter what Mark Meadows said, okay, it is protected free speech. You can lie about everything. I can lie about what this Twitter article says right now, every word, and I can put it out like it's news. Nobody's going to watch my channel, but I can put it out like news and I can tell you some amazing shit about fucking how Elon is doing this amazing thing with the Twitter's powers and the banning of users. And I can lie my ass off about it. The point is, it's still not a crime. Just because I lie about it, it's not a crime. It's covered under freedom of speech. What he said there was covered under freedom of speech. And he said, I just want to know who's going to coordinate the electors. No, he, it didn't, he didn't say, say he didn't say that he was coordinating he the electors. Said we need someone to coordinate the electors. Not yeah. that it was him. Okay. That was it. We, we need, someone need to coordinate somebody. The electors. He came up with an idea and floated it. Yeah. So what? You know how many floated ideas are in emails? That doesn't mean that he actually coordinated the electors as they asked him and not for a fake elector plot because it wasn't fake. Uh, I, 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 I don't that, see a crime. I mean, I I'm wasn't wondering for it, but anyone remember that? the initial JFK election where they had the substitute electors, the alternate electors yeah, from but, Hawaii but, 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 that but, actually cinched the deal for him. That is different. Those are alternate electors. That's they're, what these were. No, they're talking about fake electors. Yeah, but they no, were no, no, alternate no. electors. Stop. Now they're calling them fake electors because Why? they changed the law after the fact. Well, that's too bad. They can't, because guess what? When they rule this case, they have to rule it at the time in I which know. the crime quote unquote crime was committed with the laws that were in place. I agree. So people can't look at the new law. They and can't look at that. Honestly, the, and how they changed the law, I don't even think was legit because it was actually, a, it, it's, did we it's, vote it's, on it? It's in the constitution in order to change the constitution. You need, you did need the people of Georgia vote on no, it? No, but you need two thirds majority of both the house and the Senate See, for that's, a constitutional amendment. Stop, 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 stop. No. In the state of Georgia to change the state of Georgia's constitution. 
I wasn't talking about the state of Georgia. I was talking about the federal constitution. I'm not talking about the federal constitution because this court, this case is not playing out in a federal court. No. This is playing out in the, the state, state of Georgia. Court, yeah. So the point is, is that they have to, the people of Georgia have to vote on that. And the state of Georgia constitution mirrors the federal constitution almost exactly. So and I, the people of Georgia have to vote on that. And yep. the people of voter of Georgia haven't voted on that. This is not a law. Yep. This is not, this is bullshit. It's not legitimate at all. I bet nothing that they've brought against Trump is legitimate at all. So. Well, maybe the vaccine. Come on. Oh, well, oh, we're going to get to that. Oh, well, don't oh you yeah? Worry. Oh, yeah. Oh, you got some vaccines? <laughs> He also said you need to get the legislator to have to change the law about the elections. Exactly. Well, we didn't get the legislator to change the law about the elections that they're going after Trump for right now. So. Listen, but the, the point is, is that you have to get the legislature, which means you have to get the people. The people have to move the legislature. That's the way it works. The people come up with the law. They say, yeah, we want this to be a law. The legislature moves it forward and makes it a law in the state. That's the way the government's supposed to work. But from what we understand, they just approved a law that we never voted on here in Georgia. Well, I mean, they did the same thing with mail-in ballots. Ballots during the election. Drop yep. boxes. None of that was illegal in Georgia, and yet they did it all over the place. So my they question- They don't give a fuck about the law. So then my question is, is- Why do we? America, why are we standing by letting this happen? Mm -hmm. Why have- Look, there's about 3% of this country that rules the rest of it. Why haven't we stood up? We are a much larger number than they are. We are much larger. Matter of fact, they are scared to death that we're this far away yeah. from rising up. They are so scared right now, they won't even entertain an argument with you in public. That's how scared they are. That is true. So I asked this question, America, being very serious about this. There, there comes a point in time. Remember, Q told us they won't even be able to walk down the street. I think we're there. Yeah. Throwing it out there, but I think we're there. I, I think we're at the point where these people, Brad Raffensperger, Brian Kemp, um, any of these other fuck six, Fannie Willis, anybody else, 
They shouldn't be allowed to walk down the street without being peppered by fucking 20 patriots that are fucking asking them, why are you doing this? What is your problem? Why are you a communist? Why are you a fascist? What is your deal? Why do you want to destroy the United States of America? Why do you want to give in to China? What does China have that we don't? Because I have got to figure this out. There's something about China. China's got some hold on America. I, I don't get it. You mean besides the fact that they own 30% of our debt? Yeah, but that's going under. So they can't count on that. No. They can't count on that because they know our economy is fucking going completely upside down right now. Except theirs is too. Yeah, but ours so, is going way worse and theirs and is a lot faster. If ours goes down, theirs does too. Yeah, because they bought our because debt. Because they own 30% of our debt. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to incur a trillion dollars in debt. All of that money. Yeah. What if everybody is? Think about it. What if that's the everybody plan? Everybody owns our debt. No, no, what if Not that's us. what if that's the plan? Mm, maybe. What if that's the plan? Like tank for our them, economy to tank the whole world to tank theirs. Maybe. I mean, wouldn't it make sense? You know, crazy. I'm hearing, um, this is, this is wild, but, uh, and we knew that China was very, very much, uh, manipulating their data as far as deaths from COVID and post vaccination and things like that. Uh, apparently, in China alone, from what I heard, they've lost 5 million people between COVID and the vaccine. 5 million people dead. That's in a rough number. It's a yeah. lot of vaccines. Yeah. They've been sticking, they jabbed their, their whole population is almost zero, 99%. Zero. I mean, they had that zero tolerance, you know, lockdown. Yeah. They were locking people in buildings and that, welding them in the building. That doesn't count the COVID lockdown deaths. That's just, deaths that they attribute to COVID and long COVID, which we know is vaccine injury. So 5 well, million people. Or vaccine death. Vaccine death, whatever. whatever you want to call it. Yeah. So, um, but don't forget, don't forget who gave us that vaccine. Just saying. Trump did. Didn't he? To Trump prosecutor, deranged Jack Smith. He is a deranged. That was the wrong one. My apologies. That's not the one I wanted. Well, where the hell is it? I think. Hold on. Was it this one? We are now just days away from delivering millions of doses of a safe and effective vaccine that will soon end this pandemic and save millions of lives. Tonight, we give thanks for all of the scientists, researchers, manufacturers, workers, and service members who have work tirelessly to make this breakthrough possible. It is truly a Christmas miracle. One of the great achievements medically, they say, ever in history. I have really good news. Today, our nation has achieved a medical miracle. We have delivered a safe and effective vaccine in just nine months. This is one of the greatest scientific accomplishments in history. It will save millions of lives and soon end the pandemic once and for all. I am thrilled to report that the FDA has authorized the Pfizer vaccine. We have given Pfizer and other companies a great deal of money, hoping this would be the outcome. And it was. On behalf of the American people, I'd like to thank all of the brilliant scientists, technicians, doctors, and workers 
who made this all possible. Pfizer and Moderna have announced their vaccine is approximately 95 percent effective, far exceeding expectations. These vaccines are also very safe. American citizens participated in clinical trials that were far larger than normal and had no serious side effects. The dedicated and independent experts at the FDA meticulously studied the results of the trials, and it has now passed the gold standard of safety. Remember, you know, we took care of a lot of people, including, I guess, on December 21st, we took care of Joe Biden, because he got his shot. He got his vaccine. He forgot. It shows you how unpainful that vaccine shot is. So everybody go get your shot. It works incredibly well, 95%, maybe even more than that. It works incredibly well. And I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it. And a lot of those people voted for me, frankly. But, you know, I, again, we have our freedoms and we have to uh, live by that. And I agree with that also. But it's a great vaccine. It's a safe vaccine. And it's uh, something that works. I recommend you take it, but I also believe in your freedoms 100%. When you have the vaccine... People that do, and it's a very small number, relatively, but people that do get it get better much quicker. That's a very important thing to know. Uh, they don't get nearly as sick, and they get it. They get better. Lindsey Graham's an example. He said, if I didn't have this vaccine, yes. I would have died. And you know what? I believe totally in your freedoms. I do. You got to do what you have to do. But I recommend take the vaccines. I did it. It's good. Take the vaccines. But you got, no, that's okay. That's all right. You got your freedoms. But I happened to take the vaccine. What vaccine did you get? Have you shared that with us yet? Well, I got the Pfizer, and uh, I would have been very happy with any of them. I didn't say to anybody you have to, but I would sell it. Look, I'm very proud of what we did with the vaccines. It was supposed to take five years, and they said it wasn't going to work. I did three vaccines in less than nine months, and they do work. They work really well. I would convince people, take it. I got the vaccine done, three vaccines, in less than nine months. They said it was going to take five years and it probably wouldn't get done. I got them done. And they do work and they're great. And I'm very proud of them. Well, I've taken it. I've had the booster. Many politicians, I watched a couple of politicians be interviewed. And one of the questions was, did you get the booster? Because they had the vaccine. And they, oh, they're answering it like, in other words, the answer is yes, but they don't want to say it. Because they're gutless. You got to say it. Whether you had it or not, say it. But the fact is that I think the vaccine has saved tens of millions of people throughout the world. Uh, I have had absolutely no side effects. I've had it like other people have had it, nothing special. I've had it. L let me just say this. The people that take it, and I know some that took it, got it, but they, were, they never went to the hospital. They never got very sick. If you look at the stats, they can get it, but they, it's not like before. Look. Uh, people that are taking the vaccine, if they get it, which isn't that often, but if they get it, they're not, they're not going to hospitals for the most part and dying. Before, it was a horror, and now they're not. Now, one of the problems we have, when I was president, and you remember this very well, there was no mandate, there was no you have to take anything, and people were taking it. They were taking it openly and gladly. I think they don't trust the Biden administration. That's why they're not taking it.
Mr. Take Mr. me in for heaven's sake. Take me in, oh tender woman. Side the vicious. I, I don't want to listen to him anymore. All right, listen. This is the worst part of his campaign. Yep. That's the worst video you could have played. This I is know. the whole reason. If there's a reason why I won't vote for Trump, that's the reason. That's it. That that is the reason that I won't vote for Trump. That's the whole I'm reason. Sorry, I right can't. there. You, how how can you say that? How can you say that? It's safe and effective. It's killed thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of people. 600,000 people in the United States alone. Um, <laughs> our disability roles have been stagnant, plateaued for years, decades. We averaged about 3 million people on the disability rolls in every given, any given year. 3 million people on the disability rolls. You know, some people die off. Other people get added on. It plateaus. It's been level, straight, right up until 2021. In 2021, it started going up. Since the rollout of the vaccines, we are now at 4.3 million people on the disability rolls. We've gained 1.3 million people. Those were all working people, working age people, healthy people, employed people. So between the ages of 28 and 45. And now 1.3 million people have been permanently added to the disability rolls until they die from the COVID jabs. You know, the only time that we've ever seen numbers like that, normally a war has happened. Yeah. Because war does that. Because you get a bunch of soldiers that come back missing limbs and, and they go on permanent disability for the rest of their lives. They go on military disability. That Correct. doesn't even count in these. That's true. It doesn't. It's this a is separate, separate. It's a separate. We're talking civilian, civilian disability. Civilian disability. Yeah. This is uh, way different. That's yeah. huge. That's a big number. Yeah. No matter how you do this, no matter what you say, Donald Trump, it, it was, the vaccine was developed under Donald Trump. It was put forward and rolled out under Donald Trump. Shots were injected into arms under Donald Trump. How do I know that? I'm one of them. Okay. Donald Trump was in charge when I did it. So my thing is this. Donald Trump is still the one who pushed the vaccines. He's right. They are gutless. You're gutless too, DJ. Sorry, bud, but let me go ahead and say this. You're a gutless fuck because you won't come out and say, I made a mistake. Reach down in between your legs there, DJ. I know you're like 70 something years old. Just reach down. You still have them. We call them a sack. It's a sack. It sits in between your legs. If you still have it, Melania hasn't put it up on the fridge yet. And it makes you have a sack. Your sack tells you to tell people to fuck the fuck right the fuck off. And it also says, look, I can also be humble enough to say, admit, I made a mistake. Nick, admit it. Nick, that's an excellent question. My question is, was it the same vaccine? After Joe took over, didn't they add the mRNA or could they have added other ingredients? In February 3rd, they did. We have proof of they that because- other ingredients. They added trade secret ingredients, but the mRNA was already there. Yep. And it's not, as we've learned, it was not messenger RNA as they- it's mutated made us DNA. Believe it is modified RNA. No, it it's is, mutated no, DNA. Because no, I'm sorry. I, I got Tom Red. I, I, I know that. I know that. But even Tom Red's admitted that it's not RNA at all. It's mutated DNA because it changes your DNA. 
RNA does not change DNA. It sends a message to DNA. It does not change DNA. DNA is the only thing that can change, can change DNA. Mm -hmm. Even Tom Renz admitted that it's mutated DNA mm -hmm. that's in the form of RNA that's being injected into your body that's causing missed signals and fucking up your whole genome in your body. So Mikey Boy said, uh, did he know the full truth about it, though? Yes, Yes, he did. He had how, to have. How he was the that? president. Hold on. How do I know that? Well, in that clip that we just played, that compilation of him talking about the vaccine, about halfway through, one of the, the last ones there, I want to say it was October of 2021. I've had no side effects. Well, yeah. Uh, no one's had any side effects, right? Yep. Okay. Um, About a month before that, I personally sat down with his son, Eric, for about five minutes. And I talked to him about all the dangers of the jab. And it was at a fucking Clay Clark conference where the entire goddamn thing is about all the dangers of the jab. Yeah, he knew it. He knew the full truth. Because I even asked Eric, does your dad know how bad this is? And he said, yeah, he knows. Hmm. So, yeah, he fucking knows. There's, there's, there's no doubt. The point is, is that's my one sticking issue with it. He will not come out against the fucking jab. Dude, I, I don't know what money you're getting from Pfizer and Moderna. DJ. A million dollars was a job. It ain't the worth it. It ain't worth it for what you've got in the American people. It's it's not worth it, dude. Seriously. Drop the stick. It it's not worth it anymore. You're not gonna get any more. We are going to bankrupt Pfizer and Moderna. It is the plan of the American people to bankrupt Pfizer and Moderna. And now, now some of his supporters in the alternative media sphere are trying to say, oh, Trump finally came out against the vaccines. No, he didn't. No, no he's he never didn't. come out against no, the vaccines. No, he did not. He said he was against mandates. He said that if he becomes president again, he will eliminate not federal mandated. funding for any school or organization that mandates the vaccine. That's not what I'm looking for. That I am looking for him to get rid of the vaccine completely, take it completely off of every schedule to remove it and destroy it. That's what I'm asking for. Yep. So until that happens, Trump, you got to you. You better come. You, you got to straight up label this bitch a bioweapon. You got to come correct quick. Yeah, because you're not going to win if you don't do that. Because there's a lot more people out here like me that believe the same thing I believe. And they believe that you are the right answer. But with what you're pushing with the vaccine, that's enough for us to say, now nah, we ain't going to vote for you, bro. Nope. Makes makes us think that you're just another, another WEF stooge. You might as well be. That's it. And it's tough to say because everything else you say is so correct. But you don't want to come out after this one thing that's so simple. America already agrees. Like if you came out tomorrow and you said that the vaccine's bad, America would, your points would go up another 25 points. I'd put money on it. Absolutely. Because you know what? All of a sudden, everybody like me, everybody that listens to me, Donald, they're going to vote for you. But honestly, no, it's too late. Mark, you've got a great point. They're all on the same team. It's wealthy versus the unwealthy. Again, why do we always give Trump a pass? We said no amnesty from the beginning. Why does he get a pass? We even, we, we put a line in the sand about six months ago when the CDC came out and said, oh, well, this is actually bad. 
We said at that point, right then, Trump, you need to come out and say this is bad. At this point, if you don't, if you don't denounce the vaccine right now, it's too late. It's gone. We are so far past that line. I'm sorry, I can't do it. And you're absolutely right, MJ, Mark, because who are we? Who are we voting for? Then? Why? Why do we have I, a I fucking mean, election? What does it matter? But honestly, why RFK? I mean, seriously? No, no, I can't do that either. No. I can't do that in good conscience no. because he wants to take my guns away. I know. I well, can't do that. No, he wants to take my guns away. I have yet to hear him say that, but okay. He wants to, he already said that if nobody in America needed to own a gun, they wouldn't. He already said that. That doesn't, That's not the same as him saying that he's going to take his guns away. That's the same as saying that Trump came out against the vaccines because he said it was, he was against mandates. Okay, well, I don't trust that either. Okay. And I don't trust RFK saying, oh, well, I want to, you know, if every American didn't have a gun, they wouldn't need one. Well, no, I, I don't believe that because our forefathers put it in the Constitution. They said we should have them. And RFK has said 100% he abides by the Constitution fully. Yeah, I don't believe that. Percent. I don't. I, he's a Kennedy. You can't believe that. They speak out. And of. They speak another, from four And tones. that's another one. He's a Kennedy. Another elitist. More wealth. Why do we trust any of them? Because everybody gets behind these names. It's the name. It's name recognition. Yeah. Why it goes, do we trust any of look, them? Look, this goes back to. Oh, fuck no. Not Ramaswamy. Are you Have you not listened at all, Tammy? No, Vivek literally made his money selling fucking lipid nanoparticles for the vaccine. And he was a World Economic Forum young global leader in 2021 for climate change. No, he is the biggest fucking shell. Actually, he's worse. He's a fucking, yeah. he is a sheep in wolf's clothing. I mean, dead seriously. He is. Yeah, he is a scary fuck. That is one dude. I I know I could never vote for that motherfucker. The vec. No, 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 nope, nope, nope. Sorry. Nope. You're not even American, dude. You got it. You don't even have an American. Name. I know, Tammy, but thank you for letting me go off on that one. I, I love I no, no. I'm glad you did that, though. Mm -hmm. I know I'm serious because look at the field right now. Trump is what? 47 points ahead of everybody else currently right now in the field he blows away the, the closest person that comes to him is 13 percent right now that's a vec he comes in at 13 percent yeah we just talked about him and he's worthless yep behind him at 12 percent is DeSantis. the sanctimonious yeah and he's worthless yep. he, he's gonna bail out he's done he and knows it honestly he sees the writing on the wall he fucked up he called us a bunch of listless vessels he knows he's fucking screwed but the vec is riding this wave out of that quote-unquote he's <laughs> job auction that GOP they had obama 2.0 yes he really is well no he's backed by all the bushes too yeah He's backed by Bush, yeah. all the Bushes, the little Bushes, all of them back him. That's a problem to include DeSantis. But he, my question, and I have to dig into this. This is a legitimate question because I started researching, but I haven't dug deep enough. So Wolfpack, setting you on this one. Were Vivek's parents citizens or legal residents for more than five years before he was born? He wasn't born here. Yeah, he was. Well, he was born in California, right? He was born in California. But and his parents had been here. I, I don't know how long. That's a good point. Yeah. I wonder. Because Nikki Haley doesn't qualify, by the way. Her parents were not legal residents for five years when she was born here. She is not a natural born citizen. Just like Campbelltown. 
So that's a good point. Yeah. We got to figure that out. Yeah. That's something we need to look into because I bet Vivek, I bet, I don't think, I don't think the way his mom and dad are, I don't think he was here. I don't think they were here for more than a year before he was born. I don't think so either. I think he's an anchor baby. Yeah. Yep. Just like Nikki Haley, just like Camel Toe, they're all anchor babies. Hmm. Anchor babies do not so, qualify as natural born citizens. We three years. Oh, uh, so that doesn't count. That doesn't gotta count. You got to be five years. Five years. Five years. Five years as a citizen. Uh, and your, then you can run for president. And then no, no, you're you have to live here for five years as a legal resident or an American citizen before your child is born here in Correct. order for your child to be considered a natural born citizen. And which means your citizenship has to be already approved, which means you got to sit here for five years before you can have a kid. And then after five years, you can have a kid. Yep. After that point, that kid will be known as a naturalized American citizen, natural born citizen. Yep. Not a naturalized citizen, a natural born citizen. citizen. Correct. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll have to look into that. I don't know about Vake's past that much. I know that he's shady as shit. I know mm -hmm. in his college time, there's all sorts of global new world leader bullshit for, for fuck's sake, folks, Soros paid his education. Oh, but apparently it was the younger brother. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It still came from Soros. Fruit of the poisonous tree. Wait, exactly. Remember. That's that's exactly the point of evidence. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah no, Vivek, fuck Vivek. Mm -hmm. And quite honestly, right now, fuck Trump. Until Trump comes out and says, you know what? The vaccine's bad. It's killing Americans. I don't want to hear. And there's a lot of Americans that support me on this. There's a lot of Americans that we're not never Trumpers. We're all about Trump. But we were. But if he doesn't come out against his vaccine, too late. It's already too late. You ain't going to get our, our support. Mm -hmm. And I guarantee he is getting some kickback from Moderna or Pfizer. And we're not going to be able to track it because Republicans don't do emails. We don't do text messages. And we don't have kids that are uh, addicted to Coke that fucking <sighs> leave their computers at computer repair shops for fucking 29 months. Yep. Yeah. Um... Oh, who knows? Trump well, may have fucked up too. Who knows? Of course he did. Everybody fucks up. I say, we, we, you know what? I think we all need to take a break. I think this whole like president, Congress, Senate bullshit has kind of gone on too long and they fucked us really hard. I say we just get rid of them and don't replace them. I think we, we all need to take a break from the government. So you're talking about a 1777 proclam proclamation. Yeah. Just, you know, what? 1777 Normally to 1783. Listen, yeah. 17. Let me, let me, let me paint you a picture. Yeah. 1777 to 1783. There was no Senate. There was no Congress. There was no house. There was no president. Mm -hmm. So get this ready. You know who took care of America from 1777 to 1783. Americans. Americans did. That's what we need to do again. Fuck them. Americans took care of their neighbors. They took care of their communities. They took care of their cities. They took care of their towns. 
if there was a storm, they banded together and they worked together. They replaced houses. After the war, they rebuilt so many houses that were destroyed by the British. Uh, a total of 11 million homes were built by American hands between 1773 or 1777 and 1783. A million homes rebuilt by American hands with American labor, with American student. You know, we went out there, we helped our neighbors. We need to go back to that. We need to go back to where we help our neighbors, where we support our neighbors, where we, you know what? It's really funny. I keep seeing this kid on, on Instagram. And at times I, I get pissed off when I see him because really, dude, you keep sending me these messages about, Hey, like me now while I I'm still, you know, nobody, because when I'm known, I'll remember you. I always look at him and I always say, who says that? I always send that message. Who says that? And finally, one of them responded. And the guy said, well, I do. He said, yeah, mostly politicians do too, dude. Come up with a new slogan, bro. Politicians ask for the same thing. All you're doing is kissing babies and shaking hands. You're not doing anything real. I mean, as long as you're not shaking babies and kissing hands, I guess. Real shit is done when you get in front of a microphone, you talk about shit that people care about. For instance, finance, money, where our money is going. The fact that you're sending all of our money to Ukraine. The fact that you're sending all of our weapons, our soldiers, our time, our talent, and our treasure to Ukraine. Let me put this in Christian words for you. Time, talent, and treasure. Those are three things that Christians idolize because your time and your talent given to the church are all great things. And your treasure that you support the church with are all great things. Hey, but what if we just support each other the same way? Just before tribute, I'm going to play this one for you. You sent this to me. Richmond got me wondering why I'm not more mad, actually. Mad that I, I pay taxes on a home that I already own, paid for by a paycheck I already paid taxes on, that I fix with materials that I buy and pay more taxes on when I purchase them. Taxes that essentially have me working from January to June for free. Yeah, I was driving into work, listening to that song, thinking, look, I pay 50% of my income to government at various levels, and yet the bridge by my house has been closed for a year with not so much as a spray paint line on the ground or a start date. Yet, when I hit a pothole and get a flat tire on roads that I'm taxed to drive on, I have to wait on hold for hours sometimes to get a human only to tell me, sorry, we're not going to pay for your tire. I have no recourse. My dollars were 17 cents less than it was two years ago, but you don't reduce my taxes any. The government just burdens me. It's our problem to figure out where we're going to make up that other 17 cents. Men north of Richmond got me. Sounds familiar, doesn't it? It does. Actually, hold on. Let me let me grab something really quick because this is that's interesting what he just said. Maybe we got to go back to this. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe this is important. Maybe this is something I got to read again. Taxation without representation. Let me let me read to you some of the complaints the colonists had. Okay? He refused to assist to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for public good. Sounds like something Joe Biden's done. He has forbidden governors to pass laws to immediate pressing importance unless suspended in their operation until the assent should be obtained. And when so sus suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend to them. 
He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people unless those people would, would, would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right entitlementable to them and formidable to tyrants only. Hmm. He called together legislative bodies and places unusual, uncomfortable, and dissident from the disp dispositionary of their records, of their public records, for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. Is this, does this not sound familiar? This all goes back to taxation without representation. It came from the Declaration of Independence. We are suffering the same fucking thing that happened in 1775. It's the same shit all over again. The only difference is the cocksucker that's standing in front of us. Instead of being a king from Britain, he's a president from America. Yep. How much worse can this get? When are we going to get our own balls back? Grab your nuts, sack them up, and let's go kick some fucking ass. Because I am tired of this shit. I am... I'm done with it. There is no reason that we should be living this way. None. There is no, our forefathers never thought Americans would live like this. Never, never in their whole time. Did you know monetarily we're actually worse off now than we were, were in 1776 in, during yes. the great depression? Oh, really? 1928. Yeah. Oh, or uh, 29. Yeah. Oh yeah. Holy shit. That's yeah. monetarily when you, when you adjust for inflation, we are actually currently overall worse off than people were during the Great Depression. And look, you know, I. The average income during the Great Depression, again, adjusted for inflation, what it would equate to in our time. One person working in a family was $70,000 a year. Yeah. Now. You're lucky if it's $35,000 a year. Now the average Household income with two people working is $55,000 a year. Hmm. How is that? How have we gotten worse? And our prices have gone significantly, are so much higher that it's not even funny. Our inflation is like, I mean, a thousand percent more than it was during the Great Depression. And they don't even consider us to be in a recession. No, no, we're in a recession. We are in a recession. We're in a, we're in a hard we're, depression we're, right we're now. We're knee deep in a depression yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. We are not far off. Because yeah. you know what? And it, it goes back to that song because the men north of Richmond, again, it's he talks about 3%. 3% of the country that controls the rest of it. Yet we're just standing by like, oh, we can't, we can't push over Mitch McConnell. <laughs> I mean, you could. You just have to blow. Whoa! Hey, no, 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 no. I do not. I do not have to do anything like what you just said. Well. You might have to, but may, I don't. Maybe to someone, because. No, I don't. I mean, we, we do have a big gift coming that I think deserves a blowjob. Yeah, you, you better get your mouth warmed up. I'm going to let Liana take that one. <laughs> Liana, you're taking that one for the yeah, team, bro. Liana, get on your knees, bitch. <laughs> just kidding. We love you. But seriously, get on your knees. You want to get hot? <laughs> well, get ready, fuckers, because here it comes. Get ready. 
Get your smoke on if you got it. <sighs> I don't have a lighter. Why not? Because you didn't bring shit in with you. No, I did. I didn't see it out there. You didn't have it out there. Is it still outside? Outside. I have no idea. Did you bring a little bowl when you brought the other stuff? No, you didn't. Smoke it up if you got it. It's from the bone. Fired up, come along. She brought the lighter in with her. Oh, there she brought it. There it is. Yeah. I told you. Where was it? It was outside on the boat. Because oh, we were that's where you were. Because we were totally smoking a bowl while we were waiting for fucking code enforcement that didn't shut up today. Dude, I was out there with my gun exposed the whole fucking day, folks. Yes, LG, you're so right. LG said, food quality is horrible. The more we're changing our diet, if we eat something unexpectedly processed, we get sick. Tell him, babe, what happens to me. Nick gets so sick. It's not even funny. It's so bad. It's really bad. And it's not much of a boat, y'all. It's a fucking pontoon. A plastic pontoon. It's not a It's a pond boat. <laughs> anyway. But now, it does have so I was walking around all day today wearing this on my side the whole day and just waiting for this code because today's the day. We were supposed to get our, our get rid of our chickens by today. Yep, yeah, no. And yours truly said, nah. I want this bitch to come around today because I'm going to be here all day long. I stood outside just wearing my gun all fucking day long. Man, I had people stop. A couple guys stopped and said, hey, I love your holster. Where can I get that? I told them where to get it. And they were like, yep, I'm going to get it. Yep. Because it says, fuck Joe Biden. But, or it says, let's go, Brandon. But I was waiting out there all day going, yeah, come here and fucking touch my goddamn chickens. I will fucking kick the shit out of you today, and I will do it free of charge. Yep. I spent, uh, we, we might do that again. We might. Okay. We still have half a bowl in there. Yeah, I know. Um, I was talking to our neighbor across the street for a hot minute. The one that's about to deploy. And then one of our other neighbors showed up because he hadn't met him yet, just to introduce himself because he saw me out there on on his driveway talking to him, and he met me before. Um, and he was also he's a retired SF guy too, the other neighbor, but the one that's deploying, he's going to uh, so Eastern Europe. Yeah. When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell him? Nah, bear. No. Nah, bear. We're not going to go any further than that. He's going to Eastern Europe. It it doesn't matter because you know what? I'm sorry. There's still some security that we have to provide our troops. Absolutely. Even if we've got a fuck stick in charge of us. Eastern Europe. And that's it. We're just going to leave it at Eastern Europe. I I told him, I was like, listen, as soon as you get over there, you make sure your wife gives me your APO address. I said, because she should not be stuck with the responsibility of having to send you boxes and boxes and boxes over and over again every month. You know how hard that is? It, it's it, annoying. It, no, it's it's not just that it's annoying. 
it kind of makes it worse in a way. And especially the first deployment, and this is her first deployment. It's not his, but they they're newly married. Her first deployment, and uh, it's it's a it's a challenge. And I I told him I'm gonna come and you know pull her out of the house and uh, make her come garden with me. We'll you know go out and get lunch, whatever. I don't care. Um, but I'm not gonna let her sit in her house by herself and mope because I I tried that. It sucks, right? And we're all about paying it forward. But uh, I told him, look, I'm going to put out in our neighborhood because we do have a pretty good neighborhood around here. And there's a lot of veterans. And there's a lot of military guys, um, Got a lot, lot of military, a lot of military families. I was like, give me your list. You know, I mean, I know what the list is. We, anybody that's ever had a deployed spouse knows what the list is. Baby wipes, dip, powdered Gatorade, <laughs> dip, dip, mouthwash. Yep. Um, you know, there's. Maybe alcohol here or there if That's you want to the replace is for. the brown listerine with whiskey. <laughs> that normally works really, yeah. really well. That's what the mouthwash is for. Um, you know, there, there's there's a, a coffee. And I told him what I did with y'all with Dunkin' Donuts. So I was like, I'm going to reach out to Dunkin' Donuts because when he was deployed, as far as I know, they still send it. They would send him 10 pounds of Dunkin' Donuts coffee every single month. Oh my God. No, no, no. Fuck that. When I was with SOCOM, so get this. When I was so, with SOCOM, SOCOM, I guess they have a little bit, they have a lot more um leniency with companies that support them so for instance one of the things we got because we had a every time i went down range when i was with socom we did what we call reverse schedule reverse schedule means everything you do during the day you do it at night so our schedule started at 5 p.m at night so when you all were just getting off of work i was just going to work my job started at 5 p.m and it ended at 6 a.m okay we would do everything at night Every, we didn't do, I never saw the sun for every, for every 90 days that I was deployed. I didn't see the sun for 90 days, 90 days. Everything was at dark. Everything was at dusk and it was dark out. Um, but that's the way we operated. One of the things we got was Sealy, um, supported all the SOCOM soldiers. We had individual racks that were sent with us. They would be deployed with us. Literally, we had a sealy sleep sort of mattress that we would stick on top of our cots with a piece of wood underneath it. And that was our bed. Because they cared that much about America. They sent their soldiers with the best things that they could sleep on, especially for guys that were sleeping during the day. We had some of the mattresses were the auto cooling because even during the day, no matter how much air conditioning you have, in a 20 by 20 container or connex container, um, it still gets fucking hot. Yeah, it's literally a, a metal box baking in the fucking 140 degree sun. Even with insulation, it still gets fucking hot. <laughs> so they sent a cooling mattress that cooled you as you were sleeping. So we wouldn't get woken up during the day when we were sleeping. That's the type of shit they did. Uh, we had a whole thing with Green Mountain Coffee. Green Mountain Coffee sent two 18-wheelers every six months to Afghanistan and to Iraq, to the SOCOM guys. And everybody got like a year's worth of, it didn't matter how many people you had in your talk. You could have had like 8 million people in your talk. You had so much coffee, you could have taken care of them for that week, the next week, and three weeks after that because it was, it was you were swimming from- in it. It was just from companies that donated shit during the war. 
they and they they knew where to send it because family members, wives, spouses, friends, brothers, sisters, we we started an an email campaign basically. Um, I mean, shit, Dunkin' Donuts basically started sending. When they switched over to K coffee, they sent them all downrange. Um, they still but do. They they well, were they doing it we because she sent them a letter and said how much I love their coffee. Yeah, and I do. I still drink their coffee every, every day. day, every fucking day. I love their coffee. It yep. is great coffee. But I, I care less about their donuts. I don't give a shit about the bagels. I literally go there for the coffee because the coffee is really good. If you get, if you like just black coffee, that's, that's my go-to. I, I sent them an email. They started shipping coffee to, they, first they started with, with mix, well, APO address, and then they expanded and they literally started sending it to every base we had in Iraq and Afghanistan. They, they literally, now it's served in the dining facilities yeah. over there. I'm like these, those are the type of companies I like to promote because you know what? They didn't sell out to this woke shit. Like for instance, I don't know if you guys heard, but the NHL, God bless them. And now, you know what? I have one sport. I am now going to dedicate myself to from now on hockey, hockey. It is not my new football. Hockey just became my new football. I will not miss a hockey season now because you know what? I just found out. The NHL told Nike to fuck off. $400 million Nike was going to pay the NHL to sponsor all of their brand shirts. All the shirts, all the sweaters. $400 million. The NHL told them to fuck off. Yep. I told my mother she was here today. You know, she dropped off a whole fucking truckload of groceries. She's amazing. Um... You know, we were hanging out for a little bit on the back porch, and uh, I didn't hide the bong or anything this time. Fuck it. Don't go, go move. Hold on. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. Stop, no. stop. I got it. I got it. I got it. Nope. The Seriously. Because it, your mom wants to smoke so bad, though. So your mom wants to smoke in me so to bad. police my weed around my mom from the time I was like, started smoking when i was 15 like it's just such a habit now i don't even care i was on the phone with my dad dude, yesterday your mom wants to smoke dude i was on the phone with my dad yesterday talking about coke really yes no shit my dad and like, what, did he, what did he call you about coke for my well you know no, nothing about it no my dad my, he actually called me about my my cousin laura oh okay and uh and then and he mentioned he was like well you were the one that got her into drugs which he was joking and I was like, are you fucking kidding me? And he was like, uh, you know, I am. That's just what Mimi said. I was like, you understand. And that was my cousin's mother. Um, I said, you understand when I moved to Savannah, she already had $120 a day Coke habit. She was literally sucking dick for Coke. And he was like, how old was she? I said, 16. Actually, 15. And I cleaned her up three times before her mother even ever found out about it. And then it was fucking shoot the messenger. It was my fault. Cause I told her third time you're out. That's it. Go to your parents. Like you, three strikes in, you're out. Look, it happened. And then it was the, my fault. It was, well, no, it was our fault because it happened in our house. And um, that was the problem when you booted her ass for that third time. Yeah. 
she went to mommy her, and daddy. I kicked her out of my house because she brought drugs into my house with my fucking the teenager yeah. there. Yeah, or with no, my infant there. Infant, infant. With my infant there. He was a, he's a teenager now, but yeah, he was an infant then. He was like one. So yeah, anyway. Um, but uh, so I, I said to my dad, I was like, you know, and I was like, that's ridiculous. I was like, because, you know, I smoke weed. That's it. I don't do any other drugs. I was like, dad, you know, I did coke twice. I was like, and I said, uh, the first time I did it, and this was in college, I said, it literally made me feel like my brain was going to explode inside my head. And I was like, fuck this. I'm not doing this shit again. And then about six months later, you know, I was at a party and one of my friends was like, hey, do a line. And I was like, no. And I told him what happened. And he was like, oh, you probably just got a bad batch. Just, you know, you should always try something twice just in case. I was like, all right, sounds reasonable. My dad was like, that sounded reasonable. <laughs> I was like, well, you know, I was in college. We were Gen X. Come on. <laughs> and so I did another line. I did a line and I, again, felt like my brain was going to explode inside my head. I was like, nope, Coke's not for me. My dad's like, I mean, I did it four times in college. Or he's like, no, he's like, I've done it four times. He's like, you know, that means he's done it 28 times. He goes, right? he goes, no, 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 <laughs> I you know, I know that means he goes, he's done it 28 he, he goes, times. Uh, he was like, but I never really liked it that much, which kind of surprised me because I really have an addictive personality. <laughs> this is the conversation that I had with my dad yesterday. <laughs> Blew me away. Fucking <laughs> he's losing his mind. He is. He Holy is. Shit. And it, it kind of, it was reminiscent of when I turned 18 and we were on the beach and we stayed up all night, my dad and I, and uh, mind you, this is my stepdad, okay? And he and my mom got married when I was 15, and it was kind of a shit or get off the pot moment. And this man had no children, no animals. He lived in this big, beautiful house that was entirely decorated in white, white silk wallpaper, white carpets. And he married my mom with a 15-year-old, a full-size collie, and six fucking cats. Okay. First thing we did was redecorate that bitch. Okay. Um, actually, the first thing he did was paint my room and he painted it pink for me. It was like that fun, like it was like a peachy. You remember my room? Yeah. Yeah. That peachy pink color. Anyway. Um, it's it, gayer than me. It wasn't quite the color that I wanted or expected, but I was just really grateful that he was obviously trying to make an effort to make me feel welcome in his house. And, you know, that that's fine. Like I was happy for it. And I lived with the color and I never bitched about it for fucking 20 years, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Um, you, it was still that color when yeah, you well, left. When I left. Yeah. Yes. When you went to Colorado. Because you know what? Because he made the effort to paint that room for me. Uh, he was in, you know, trying to welcome me into his house. And then all of a sudden, here I'm 15 and I had all kinds of freedom because I, I literally lived by myself and my mom's, my parents, my mom's old house while she was living with my soon to be stepdad for six months until I partied too hard and she pulled me out in the middle of the year and moved me into his school. But anyway, let's see the right or there. I had all kinds of freedom. All of a sudden I move into my stepdad's house and I have a curfew. Okay. I'm not allowed to have boys in my room. Are you fucking kidding me right now? I certainly can't smoke weed. Oh, okay. Uh, I'd already been smoking for two years at that point. And, um, and he, before I he used to, he, like, he literally, he found more of my fake IDs and he would give them to my mother and she would turn around and give them back to me. So. No, my, okay. Hold on. Whoa, whoa, great. stop. But hold stop, on. Wait, wait, stop. let me get you to the know, You want to know how welcomed I was to their family? This is how crazy it was. So I showed up this one day 
when we started actually conversing after we decided to destroy this other dude's life, mm -hmm. which was fucking outstanding, which we did a really good job. And we were like, man, that went really good. It was yeah. like swimmingly. What well, the way Ryan we just Lima fucked that dude up anyway. <laughs> so, um, long story short, we, I, I'm there. Maybe this is maybe the third time I've been to her house. Right. And her mom sits there and she goes, she hands me like a $10 bill because we were going to go to the grocery store to pick something up for dinner. And she hands me a $10 bill and behind it's a plastic card. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? And as I'm walking out, I'm like reading it, looking at it. I'm like, well, shit, hey, this is your fake ID. Her mom <laughs> gave me her fake ID the third day I was in their house. So, because I had to buy her wine. And I was sitting there going, are you fucking kidding me? How can I buy my mom wine at the grocery store if I don't have my fake ID? <laughs> anyway. And so, it was so funny because we got back that night with the wine. Yeah. And um, so her mom goes to me. She goes, so uh scott turns looks at her she goes well how'd you get the wine oh well ryan was with me and i'm like <laughs> those are totally your cigarettes that got left in his mercedes too i was like uh yeah i was there and i was like um i'm not 21 <laughs> i was like he doesn't know that and and like holy shit i had to play that off in front of him you see what i'm you see how intricate this worked out it was weird i'm telling you there was it was some weird shit it's funny as fuck i was laughing my ass you, you've been on some of that so you know what we're talking about but um so but anyway so I turned 18. I still remember that. We're down at the beach house. It's crazy. Down at the beach world. house in North, in North Carolina. My parents' beach house was yep. they sold Beautiful. two years ago. It was gorgeous. It was gorgeous. Uh, on the Outer Banks, right across the street from the ocean. And uh, we stay up all night. And my dad and I, just randomly, like we're up playing cards. And, you know, eventually everyone went to bed. And it was just my dad and I. And it was so, it was random. And he was like, grab a couple beers and let's go down to the beach. Okay. So I grab a couple beers. We go watch, we go walk down the beach and we're watching the sun come up. And, uh, and he's like, so tell me about this new tattoo on your back. And I was like, Oh, I got that for myself for my 18th birthday. And he's like, well, well show me. And you know, I, I of course have the traditional, you know, college tramp stamp, uh, butterfly on the base of my spine. And, um, cause mind you, he called me out when I was 15 when I got target, babe. when I got my, we don't call that when I got else. my first tattoo on my ankle and I played it off to my mom as a semi-permanent tattoo and told her that it wore off every six months and I just had it redone. And my dad's like, that's not a fucking thing. <laughs> he totally caught me out on that shit. But anyway, so I turned 18 and he was like, tell me about it. And he was really cool about it, you know, cause then I was 18. Our conversation in the car yesterday just reminded me, like it was reminiscent of that conversation that we had when we stayed up all night, and he asked me about my tattoo when I turned eighteen. Like just him being really cool, like a cool person. It was, it was like I had my dad back again. He's not been there for a long time now, couple like two years now. Easy. Yeah, he's been a dick. Yeah, for a while. exactly. It was like I had my dad back again for the five minutes today in the car. Wow, it was cool. Crazy. Yeah. But I was talking to my mom and I was like, you know, I said, understand mom. 
you know, we're living in fucking modern day Saddam and Gomorrah. She's like, what do you mean? And I said, huh, check this story out. Cause I had just set up the show. I said, uh, global network promotes sexual rights for children. A trifecta of powerful globalist organizations is rigorously executing a plan to teach kindergartners about sexuality and empower children to say yes to sexual encounters, according to agency documents reviewed by the Epic Times. Critics say this amounts to children being groomed for sex under the banner of human rights and education, while pedophilia is promoted and parental rights are undermined. Experts told the Epic Times that the push for these programs to be accepted in nations around the world could lead to the practice of having sex with consenting children being viewed as acceptable. I, I can't I can't even continue reading this. I'm they literally want to brainwash your six-year-old into saying it's okay to have sex. It's not okay ever in any situation. Do you know what that does to a child? Not even mentally, which it fucks them up mentally. Look at fucking Ashley Biden. What it does to them physically. Liana had this on her show the other day. And it, it was really fucking disturbing. So I have to bring it up to you because I am the mother of the fucking apocalypse. So why not? Do you know? Why they have tampon machines in male men's restrooms. Do you know? Do you know? Because when they rape small boys in men's restrooms, they use that tampon to stick it up their ass and stop the bleeding. What? Whoa, 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 time out. Time. Whoa. Slow your fucking roll, sluts. Stand by. <coughs> First of all, I have never been in a men's restroom where there was a tampon machine. That's good. Cause if you see one, that's what it's there for. Every men's restroom I've been in old school style. Um, now they're putting, there was normally a blind dude restrooms and a change drawer and he was selling condoms or cologne. Yep. And he normally got the two confused. Now they're putting tampon machines in men's restrooms. That is under uh, the guise of the transgender rights bullshit. No, it's so that they can stop the anal bleeding when they rape small children. No, no, guys, guys, gentlemen, gentlemen, listen. This is really simple. First of all, let's break all this down. Okay. Gun. Guns, $400. Okay. Flashlight, $100 if you want it. Do you need it? Not necessarily. Some of us, I enjoy it because I like to see the look in the whites of their eyes just before, you know, that piece of metal just goes crushing through their skull. Holster, $55. Kydex, very simple. You can get it. I can keep the light on or take the light off. I don't need it either or for this holster. It's ambidextrous for that. Let's go, Brandon. Another $25. So just throw that on there. It's Kydex, $55 in total. All right. It's a simple fix. All right. Ammo. This is the best part. Depending on what type of ammo you get. If you go my route and you go the Hydra Shock route, okay. 
best bang for your buck. All right. It's going to tear through some flesh. It causes all sorts of problems when it echoes and bounces off of bullets and it turns into shrapnel inside the body. It's even more effective. Hydroshock is the way I recommend. If you've got the money for that, if you don't have the money for that, I understand ball works as well. Ball ammunition is wonderful. It'll poke a hole in anything. All right. So this is how we fix this problem. This right here, this one by one, one piece of lead at a time. We give it back one at a time because this is the only way you fix that. You cannot fix that by putting a person in jail. You know how you fix it? You fix it the way I fixed it in Afghanistan. From a mile away with a 308 round that circumcised a dude. That's how we fix that. That's what we do. Does that make sense? Because you don't, you, this bullshit about, I'm really sick and tired of the right using kids as their defense for everything now. Look at any right side broadcaster. The first thing they say, well, now I'm doing it because of the kids. Wait a minute. Where were you three years ago? Wait a minute. Better yet, where were you 10 years ago? When we brought it up the first time, the first time we talked about the kids, where were you then? Oh, shit. You were, oh, you. 10 years ago, oh. I was having a conversation with our child who is just starting to be an altar boy. And I had to have that conversation with him about priests if priests touch you or make you feel uncomfortable that's the world we live in it, it, it's so simple this is i you know i i hate to relate this but back in the old west if you were a cattle thief and i'm talking early 1800s here if you were a cattle thief in the old west you got caught um, they hung your ass. They hung your ass from the nearest yard arm and whatever sash you were wearing that identified you with what gang you were with, that was tied off around your ankle. There was no judge. There was no jury. There was no trial. Um, I, I'm just saying there was some shit about the old West that made a lot of sense because law was black and white. It was simple. It was constitutionally accurate for the first time. We need to bring morality back. No, there's, there is no, well, that's gone. That just, that I don't, that's what's going to do us. There's this 15 year old kid calling out people. Uh, I've seen them on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, whatever. His videos are floating around. I, I showed you this one the other day. Calling out who? That, here, I'll, I'll show you. Right. This kid's great. I love this kid. Did you make from that translates to any sort of intelligence or skill? I have a degree. A degree in what? 
philosophy. I could go to <laughs> grad school and become a lawyer if I wanted. That's a good point. You could have become a very well-respected lawyer, had a good career. What do you think your kids are going to think when they said, oh, my mom had two options. They could have been a philosopher and a lawyer who made a lot of money, but they decided to be an online for two years. And then when they got ugly, now nobody wants to hire them anymore because they ruined their name and their reputation. You think that... Exactly. Yeah. Touche. No, you're right. Yeah, I did see that. You, you, you know what? We it, have choices to make. Everything. I learned a long time ago. Because I'll tell you what, dude, I was a hoe in high school. Everyone knew this? Nick knew that. Yeah. I had a ton of fun. Yeah. I, she had everything moving. Except for you. Nope. You never got me. <laughs> yeah. I was being abstinent. <laughs> No. Yeah, you were. Uh, well, okay. Wait a minute. We need. We now just never tried. Tell me the skinny dipping story again, dude. That's true. Okay. Okay. <laughs> then right. fuck off. All right. Yeah. Um. But I could have started that too, and I didn't. So neither one of us did. Like we went skinny dipping together when we were sixteen. Never touched each other. I was fifteen. He was seventeen. Anyway. Um. But I, fuck, I got around in my first school. And then I moved to the next school because, like I said, I partied pretty hard and got in some trouble. Um, not with the law. I didn't get pregnant or I didn't get arrested or anything. So, I mean, I figured those were wins, right? I made it to 18 without getting pregnant or arrested. <laughs> that was a good win for a Gen Xer. Okay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, late, late end yeah. Gen Xer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, right. You're, you're definitely very late end. Yes. Because there's some things you don't remember that I do remember. Whatever. Um, you're only, uh, you're fucking two years older than me. Give me a fucking break. But anyway, that's a big difference. But I learned very quickly that my reputation followed me. And then I went to school all the way out in Ohio. And you know what? My reputation followed me. Oh, yeah. How did that happen? Well, an older brother of someone that I dated in high school happened to go to the school that I went to. Because it's a small world. My reputation followed me. Yeah. And then I transferred and I went to UConn and you're damn skippy. My fucking reputation followed me there. And I really didn't give a fuck because I really never cared what people thought about me. So I was like, hey, I had a good time. I didn't get arrested. I didn't get pregnant. I'm smarter than all y'all. And I'm still hot. So fuck off. I don't give a fuck what you think about me. Just because you didn't hit it and you wanted to, you're just jealous. <laughs> now it's spoken. There's a lot of that. <laughs> good luck. But the point is. <laughs> I give you fair warning. Good luck. I'm still accurate out to a mile. Why? I know because I just went out to a range the other day. No weapon I've ever sat before behind before. So get this. I How many of you can do this? I haven't done this in 11 months. So the other day, a buddy of mine is out working. He goes, hey, come on over here. And uh, we're at this range. We're at mile mile long range. Okay. So how many, how many feet is that? Hun? Uh, 3,200, what? I don't know. 287 feet. Okay. Correct. Sure. So we're at a mile long range. Never touched this gun before. He's like, I want to know your honest to God thought 
on this gut. Went down there. He has a great scope, really good scope. As a matter of fact, um, it does the same shit my scope does. So I actually turned on my app and plugged it in for the way I shoot my, my long rifle. And uh, plugged in all the data that I needed, the dope I needed. Never touched this rifle. Hasn't been fired yet. Got down behind it. Smack metal at a mile. Not a lot of people can do that. Yeah. I can tell you there's about 19 people in the world that can do that. But your reputation follows you. Yes, it does. Because yeah. he asked me, he's like, what'd you think? I said, like, well, I smacked my metal at a mile. That's pretty good. Um, and it, it, that actually gets a high rating from me. Because if I miss metal at a mile and I know my dope data for a mile, I know everything I've got to do in all sorts of different conditions. And if I can smack metal at a mile with a rifle, I tell you what, that is a fucking really good rifle. There's less than 3% of the rifles today that you can buy off the shelf that I can walk in without doing some modification to it and smack metal at a mile. I'm telling you that that's no bullshit. But the choices you make in life and the things that you teach your children will follow you and them for the rest of your lives. So wait, my kids are going to be sluts? No. The I mean, I'm good with that, but I'm, no. gonna, I'm not angry. I'm, I'm going to be, but nobody's going to be more happy about a kid's failures than his father. Why did we protect our children so much? Why did we insulate them so much? Why did we not let them have anything near the freedom that we had growing up? Because we knew how much fucking trouble we got into and how fucking shitty we were. We didn't want our kids to be like us. If that means locking them down, that meant locking them down. We didn't really lock them down, though. No. But we didn't. But we taught but them we, differently. We, we, we taught them the difference between friends and family. And we showed them the difference between friends and family. Leo like, Slayer, you said altar boy, fuck that. Well, no. I mean, we didn't want them to fuck the altar boy. That was kind of the point of the, having the conversation with the kid when he started. And he was actually nine. But, uh, and not six. But he, he always had a good relationship with God. He came to us and said he wanted to go to private Catholic school. He came to us and said he wanted to be an altar server. I was like, no, I, I honestly wasn't all about that. He pulled my nine-year-old pulled us back to church because he wanted to get to know God better. And that will follow him in a good way. Now he questions his faith in the same way that Mick does, or I should say he questions his religion, but he doesn't question God's existence. He doesn't question his relationship with God. No, he doesn't question his faith. What he questions is the existence of religion. Yes. For instance, exactly. my, my problem I've, you guys heard what happened with the Pope and all this other yeah. shit that's going on folks. That's not Catholicism. Please understand Catholics are not like that. All right. First of all, 90% of the Catholics you ever meet, I tell you what, they will give you the shirt off their back to take care of you. They will do, especially if you're another Christian. Oh my God, you're going to be treated like you've never been treated before in your whole entire life. They will roll out a three course, 10 course meal for you. They're generally nice, charitable people. They really are. They want to help their the community. The problem is, is the Vatican is not the church. It's Understand, just like the government is not we the people. St. Peter 
when he started the Vatican, when right before <laughs> the motherfucker was put on a cross and hung upside down and died on the cross upside down. Um, just before that, he had separated the Vatican and the churches outside of Vatican City. He was the one that did that. That was a that's a big deal for the Vatican. It's a it's a big hit, pretty much, because they don't have control of like, for instance, your local parish. Yes, the local parish does get money from the Vatican. However, the local parishes also prescribed a VIG. They've got to pay oh, a yeah. certain amount of money to the Vatican every year. I know that because my dad used to do the books for our local church. And I was like, uh, wait, wait, we pay money and they, de they demand the money. That's the crazy shit. The Vatican is not the Catholic church. The Vatican is just a hierarchy above the Catholic church for some reason that we all can't figure out. Maybe because of the Pope, who knows? The point is, is this whole thing with that's, that's the whole reason this shit's going on right now with the Pope. Even the Catholics are saying, fuck you. There's tons of Catholics out there right now. I'm not the only one. My best friend is going through the same shit. Yeah. And he mm -hmm. is, I, I, I didn't even think it was possible, but he's actually more devout than Mick. My, my youngest brother's going through it. Uh, I've, I've got, I've, I've got friends everywhere yeah. that are Catholics that are going through the same withdrawal that no, I don't support this. I cannot attend your church. And we just stay home on Sunday morning. Yeah. We mow our loans. We, we mow our lawns. That's what we do. We do church here. And we, we do our own church. Yeah. True we, spiracy. yeah we do true spiracy. Yep. And uh, that, I got to tell you, fuck that. I, I, you don't have to go to a, you know, Jesus always told us that his church was not in a, in mortar and stone. Yeah. Not it, in a building of brick and stone. It was not there. His church was everywhere else, but there. Why, why? Again, you go, you don't find God in places that man built. You find God in places that God built, including inside you. And, you know, outside your own home. Yeah. Simple stuff. Last night, the super moon after the show, I, uh, we're out on the porch and it was a beautiful night. It was gorgeous. And I looked at Mick and I was like, let's, let's go for a walk and go look at the moon. Just go stand in the moonlight for a bit. And we walked down the side yard. And man, God was there. He wasn't in our house. He wasn't on our porch. He was out in the yard under that gigantic, beautiful moon with the sound of the frogs, their own chorus, the birds chirping, making little sounds in the background. Some, I don't know what that's. Crickets. There, there was something that was making some weird ass noise too. Cicadas. Yeah, cicadas. cicadas. Yeah. I heard cicadas last night. That's where God is. 
So I'm just saying it's not in a it's not in a brick and stone mortar building. You don't find God there. God's everywhere. He's not there. That's yeah. not where you find him. That's where you find the devil. That's where you find the guy that's trying to convince you that God's not everywhere, that people don't believe. Because I don't believe that for a second. I believe that there's more holy people in our country than most people can even shake a stick at. Yeah. Just because, because you they know don't what? Go to church doesn't mean they don't believe in God. Just who are you to def just like Ooh, all right, my blood pressure just jumped. I just felt my whole heart. <laughs> anyway, just like <clears throat> I said about the county, who are you to judge how I take care of my family? Who are you to judge where I believe in God? Who are you to judge where I believe in anything? That I have to believe a certain thing. Why are we making these distinctions? Why are we? All this does is divide us. It separates us from being us. And that is the biggest problem that we face right now. We cannot divide ourselves. One of the best things I was ever taught in the military. When you go to a school, don't fire yourself before you've made it through. Meaning, don't quit on yourself just because you don't think you're going to make it. Because I was going to a bunch of schools that they don't tell you anything. They treat you like a robot. When you walked up to a, a point, a waypoint, you would come up to the point. They would, they would talk to you like a robot. Name. You give your last name, color, you give your color. Mine was Lime. 0264 was my number. And that's what I had to say at every waypoint. When I came through that waypoint, I was treated like a robot every fucking time. They never showed any emotion. They never showed like they cared at all. They couldn't give a fuck that I was even there. It was the most almost awe-inspiring way to be treated. I, I never understood like real racism probably until then because it was like, I wasn't even there. Like the guy took my name and number down, but after that he couldn't give a fuck less about me. He walked right the fuck away from me. And I was like, wow, that's just a weird way to treat somebody. Like I, I, almost felt offended. You know, I was kind of like, fuck, <laughs> got it fucked up, bro. But then after doing what I did over there and then finding out why we do that and realizing the psychology behind it, do you know there's less than 3% of Americans that can deal with that? Do you know there's less than 3% of you right now that are sitting in these chats, that if I don't respond or somebody doesn't respond to you within two seconds, you just can't deal with it. Yeah. Where I don't absolutely give a fuck, a lot of you say the same thing. You say it. You, you say it out loud. I don't give a fuck either. But when nobody responds to a comment that you post in there, you get awful edgy pretty quick.
I bet you start to sweat in your hands, kind of going, should I made the comment? Hmm. Cheryl, you're exactly right. We are more alike than we are different. Go out and talk with your neighbors. See for yourself. I talk to three or all four of our neighbors. neighbors all the time. Yes. You know why I let her do it? Because everybody thinks I'm arrogant and everybody thinks I'm an asshole because I don't say a whole lot if you're new. And if I don't know you, I don't say a lot around you. It's force of habit. Sorry. Sorry. But I, it's something about me. Everyone comes. I talk to everybody. I, she is my talker. I let her do the talking. Yeah. I sit in the background. I shake my hand. I wave my hand and I shake my head and I carry on my duties. I don't say a whole lot, but she does the talking because you don't want to hear me unless you're ready for me. And then she makes that decision. And I, I met a new, uh, new neighbor today. Uh, her name's Karen, but not in a bad way. <laughs> like her name is actually Karen. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, but she has a, she has a golden retriever, a beautiful one who is a brother to the one that we met when we went out to dinner with my parents, that five month old, yeah. that red one he comes from a breeder in pooler. She gave me the breeder's name. Um, and, uh, I gave her Hers three duck fixed. eggs. Hers is fixed. Yeah, I tried. That's um, awesome. but, uh, she, he, he likes the, the golden retriever likes to come down and look at the ducks and the chickens. <laughs> Not to chase them. Goldens love animals like that. They're not bird dogs. So um, I wouldn't trust that with a fucking skin. Haven't you seen the video of the golden retriever and the chicken chasing the chicken chasing the golden retriever around the yard? It's freaking hysterical. I still wouldn't trust that past the plugs and ankle. Well, I mean, I know any dog at any point can kill any bird. It's that's how it goes. just how dogs are. Dogs. But, Dogs are like, oh, look at the, the look at the birdie, George. Look at the birdie, George. Oh, yeah. I broke his neck, George. What happened? I don't know what happened. I know. Same. But anyway, um, but you know, that's I was like, hey, and she she drove past. I talked to her for a few minutes, and I just collected some duck eggs. And then when she came back, I like stopped her in the road, and I was like, hey, we ever had a duck egg? She's like, no. I was like, well, here, my girls aren't brooding anymore. They're Finally laying again. I'm up to my ears and duck eggs. And uh, you know, like try some. They're they're great. They're 40% more nutritious than chicken eggs. Um, they're super rich. When you hard boil them, the yolks are creamy instead of crumbly. They're delicious. Try them. I was like, I, my dogs eat duck eggs for breakfast all the time, like scrambled duck eggs. They're great. And uh, you know, that's how you talk to people. Cause yeah, we are a lot more alike than the mainstream media and the elites would have you believe all they try and do is so division all the time. That's it. See, and that's it, it, a lot of people say, well, Mick, you, you always come on here and talk Yeah, There's, there's still a little am, anonymity between this. The, there's still a, a layer of anonymity here. So when it's in person, it's different. Okay. I, I like to with withdraw <coughs> in person because in person, people don't want to hear what I have to say because when I say what I have to say, we all know it's, it's not a lot of good shit. Right. So think about that for a second. Here's so the it, chicken killer herself coming in like gangbusters. What's up bear? You know, it's dinner time in person. We, you know, I, I, I don't do that, but when she gives me the all clear, Oh no, then it's on. It's on like you're, you're never, it's not safe anymore. And that's why I let her do the talking in person. And Hey, you want to come watch us on the show at this point? It's too late. You already fucking tuned in. <laughs> Deal with bad. it, bitches. All right. Woo. 
out, Annie. I'll go feed you guys in a bit. You already had a no, snack. I know. I know, big girl. I know. Annie. She's so good. Okay. So while we were outside today, actually. I love you. Good girl. Good girl. <laughs> Come here. Come here, big girl. Yes, uh, Sergeant Hort says the other thing too. You talk to your neighbors to team up and keep your hood safe because when the shit hits the fan, those the people that are literally physically, geographically closest to you are the people that you are going to be most dependent on. So who's a beautiful? She's such a pretty girl. Look at that beautiful beautiful dog. Who's my beautiful girl? Yeah. Hi. Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi guys. My name's Annie. That would be Annie Bear. That's my Annie. Look at those super white teeth. Look at that. Yeah. Have you ever seen more nuclear white teeth? She is a two-year-old dog. She has no plaque on her teeth whatsoever. None. Beautifully white. Perfectly sharp. Because. Yeah, she kills the birds all the time. Because uh, they go, they go, eat like go. we do. All natural. Go. go. I make their go, girl. food. Go, girl. I'll be out there in a minute. So. I'll be out there in a minute. Go. Yeah. I'll get them we some food you. in a little bit. All right. So anyway, when we were outside today, um, we were actually, and I honestly, I don't listen to Joe Rogan very often, although I, I tend to like look for clips more than listen to the whole thing. Cause honestly carving three hours out of my day, um, except for y'all like carving three other hours out of my day to just sit down and listen to a full podcast is it's not there. I don't, I don't have the time. Like it just doesn't happen. You know, I listen to, I try and listen to like an hour, hour and a half, um, just to get the news so that I, we can bring it to you guys. And, you know, I look for clips so that we can bring it to you guys. But today, cause we had the whole day off together and we were out cleaning up the yard and burning some trees that, or branches and shit that fell down. Um, we were listening to the Joe Rogan podcast cause he had Oliver Anthony on Chris Anthony. Um, and, at one point in the podcast, and I, I hadn't even pulled this clip. I literally just did this on the fly, and I'm glad it didn't fuck the computer up. Um, but what you just said brought it to mind. Joe Rogan said, have you ever seen this this clip, this Jocko Willis clip? Good. Jocko, good. Funny thing, Mick actually knows Jocko. Of course he does, because Mick knows everybody. But uh, well, in the special forces committee, yes, yes. I, I know everybody. Yes. So, um, but I want to play this for you guys because this is this is true. This was seven years ago, but it's still true today. One of my direct subordinates, one of my guys that worked for me, he would he would call me up or pull me aside with some major problem, some issue that was going on, and he'd say, "Boss, we got this and that and the other thing," and I'd look at him and I'd say good and finally one day he was telling me about some issue that he was having some problem and he said i already know what you're gonna say and i said well what am i gonna say he said you're gonna say good he said that's what you always say when something is wrong and going bad you always just look at me and say good and i said well yeah when things are going bad there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. Didn't get the new high-speed gear we wanted? Good. Didn't get promoted? Good. More time to get better. Oh, mission got canceled? Good. We can focus on another one. Didn't get funded? Didn't get the job you wanted? Got injured? 
Sprained my ankle. Got tapped out? Good. Got beat? Good. You learned. Unexpected problems? Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out, don't get startled, don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, well now, you still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage go out on the attack. Yeah, good. Good. Folks, I'm telling you, good. Just just say it to yourself. I lived that I've lived that way my entire life. And I've told you guys this, my mantra. If I if I have a problem, if I can fix it, I fix it. If there is a solution to a problem, I will find it. If I cannot find it, if there is no solution to the problem, I give it to God and I let it go. That's it. I just say one word. Good. Good. That's all you got to say. Jocko stole that. That's a a stolen thing, but I'm glad he did. He did a great job with it. It, it, It's something we say when everything goes to shit. So for instance... I will give you, uh, I've told this story before. Three days before the Silver Star event, we were in another suburban village, pretty much pinned down. The colonel that ended up hiring me to do the job I ended up doing when I spent the last 13 years doing it, um, we were in a firefight. There was a wall. We were shooting over the wall. We were shooting around the wall. Shooting through the wall. Bullets were coming right through the wall, right around us. He looked up at me. He said this without no bullshit. He looked up at me and I looked at him and he said I was smiling. Yeah, this giant shit. I had a grin fucking giant fucking just a grin. And I was like, good. Because there's about about there's about some good shit that's about to start happening right now. Because now you've finally put enough gunfire on me to piss me off, and you're fucked. Good. I'm telling you, if you can sit back when everything that you know is going backwards for you on a job site, and just look at your boss and say. Good. Don't. Don't freak out. Think. Think about. Okay, I'm. I'm gonna do this. I can't believe I'm even fucking about to say this. Think about Willie Nelson. <laughs> I'm dead serious. <sighs> no one to show them. Oh, no one to fold them. You wanna get hot? No. No one to walk away. 
and know when to run. Because you got to leave your money sitting on the table. I'm telling you that if you want a civilian version of good, that's it. Good. It's always good. Doesn't matter. It's always that's good. Kenny Rogers. Thank you. Not Willie or Nelson. Kenny Rogers. Thank you. Sorry. My bad. Willie Nelson right. w- would have just been smoking weed. <laughs> he would have been. Okay. <laughs> good point. You're right. That was Kenny Rogers. Uh, yes. My bad. Thank My you. bad. Thank you for correcting him. Thank you. He sucks at country. I do appreciate that. <laughs> well, but, yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Yeah. No, they're all correcting Good. that. Good. 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 This guy right here. I said it was fucking Kenny Rogers. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Stop yelling at me. I get it. <laughs> Fuck. Good. Good. <laughs> oh. And when you say that, you know what happens? Good. Good comes your way. Yeah. Do you know why? Honestly, do you guys know why that is? Do you know why? Does good resonate at a frequency that we're supposed to they know They say about? good? Yeah. To a degree. I bet it does. It's called the law of attraction. Hmm. Okay. When you... Positive thoughts, positive thoughts and positive actions lead to positive outcomes. Holy shit. No negative way. Negative thoughts, negative, out, uh, negative actions lead to negative outcomes. No shit. Yes. yes. Well, good. For real. Good. It's a real thing. It's called the law of attraction and it is a real thing. Good. Good. Yes. <laughs> I love right? it. Fucking Mark. <laughs> it's a crazy bad. Anyway. <sighs> you right. knew what he did to some people. I'm just going to say. Chaco? Oh yeah. If you all knew, I, I if I could tell you some stories. Oh, yeah. I don't know that Chaco would approve. No, you might have to ask him. Yeah, I'd have to. I, yeah. Well, actually, we'd have to ask the military to be honest with you, because they would have to approve that. Because what I'm going to talk about is some shit that like no one knows about. Uh, why don't any actions ever lead to a bag of free Big Macs? Uh, hello, Leo. How many jabs did you get? You could have gotten like 20 fucking free Big Macs. <laughs> Just saying. Damn it, Leo. <laughs> oh, all right. Good. This guy, this guy, this guy's good. Listen we'll to this guy. Of these pornographic books that you keep calling these uh, point of contacts on as relates to whether they should be read or not. Um, 13 Reasons Why by Jay Asher, currently in Storm Grove Middle School and Freshman Learning Center. Page 265. As if letting him finger me was going to cure all my you. problems. Sir, I'll stop but you there. in the end, Sir, I, I will never stop told you there. Away. And then and we will continue. You stop rubbing circles on my stomach. You there, Instead, you rub you back and forth please? gently along my way. Your pinky made its way under the top of my please, panties sir, and rolled back it. and forth. And from you from we pause this for a second. I hope this guy sues this panel right here, right there, what you just saw. They have him removed. No, no, listen. What you just saw her doing. That is discrimination. Under the First Amendment, that is discrimination. She is neglecting his ability to speak freely. Right there, he should sue them on a civil rights. Absolutely. Oh, my fucking Lord. If that book is approved by this school district to be in a middle school, then why can't he read it aloud in front of them? Exactly. That is my point. That is illegal. What they are doing, yep. what they are doing is violating this man's first amendment, right? 
Period. Well, well here, let's keep going. Let I'll let going. him go. Yeah. But I'm just saying good. they are violating his First Amendment right. I agree with this man wholeheartedly. Told you he was good. Yes, sir. I asked you to stop. And you're going to have to leave if you don't continue with that. Yes, sir. No, sir. I asked you to stop. I asked you to stop. Sir. If you don't, sir, I'm asking you to stop. If you don't do it, we're going to have you removed. Thank you. Please. I've asked you to stop. Yes, sir. I've asked you to stop. Sir, I'm asking you to stop. Yes. And I, when I stop, it's removed. And I've asked you to stop, so they were removed. Okay, sir. Mr. Teske, would you remove him, please? Three warnings. Three warnings. I've asked you, please, to remove. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. If you won't stop, you won't stop. I've asked you to stop. Okay, sir. I just said I've stopped you from reading. It's going to be removed, so I'm going to ask you to go. Well, it's not right that you're not listening, sir. He needs to be removed. The problem. Thank you. No, that's the problem. Stop this. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Fuck you, cunt. Fuck you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Fuck you, cunt. You're the problem. She said, oh, no, it's going to be removed. You need to stop now. No, 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 no. I asked you. No, it doesn't matter, bitch. We pay your salary. Stop. Don't give me this shit. Don't tell me. Oh, well, you can't. Why? Why can't I? Why am I not allowed to feel this? Who? Who says that? Oh, you. Who's they? Tell me who they are. I'll go beat the shit out of they. Fuck they. We don't have to take this. Why weren't other people in there kicking down those cops going, no, fuck you. Let the man speak. Where? Wait a minute. Where are my biker gangs that actually fight against Child sex trafficking. Ooh, actually. Like, hold on. No, I'm a no, no. part of one now. Do you know that four of the big biker gangs in America? Yeah. Like the Hells Angels, too. They sell out pedophiles left, right, and center. Yeah. D- did you know that? Yep. Like, they are some of the biggest informants on child sex trafficking out there. The Hells Angels. I'm dead serious. I all respect to them. Hey, I, I understand three patch communities. I'm telling you Seriously, right now. Go on Facebook to support your local BACA, Bikers Against Children Abuse. I'm there, a member there, of their group. There, there's a bunch of them. There's a bunch of biker communities that are out there about this shit. Why, why, why don't we promote shit like that? America, we got to figure this shit out. They folks. are coming after our kids. They're not coming after us. They can. They're going after the kids. Mm-hmm. It's not about us. We have got to separate us and the kids. We, we just got to do it. We got to take the hit on this. We either step up as a country and do something about this or our kids are fucked. Yeah. I'm telling you. I've watched out. I've looked out for my kids. You can ask my wife. She knows what I, the level, the ends that I will go to for them. Yep. There is nothing that will stop me. I from don't even getting think they that. know it, but I do. But I'll tell you right now, this shit has got to stop. This shit with kids. Uh, folks, there's not a lot of shit that's made me feel. I, I got to say good about what I've done in this world. But what I can tell you, one of the things I know that I felt. That kid that I saved that day, he might not like it because maybe he's supposed to die. I don't know. 
He might have had to go see Allah that day. But what I can tell you is that kid that day is still alive. Maybe. He might not be. I don't know. I don't give a fuck. The point is, is he was still alive after that interaction. And the guy that I was trying to kill, he's dead. Oh, he's six feet under. He's got more bullets in him than I think he knows what to do with. Because when my buddy saw me get shot, he went a little nuts. And he took a lot of 308 rounds right to the chest. And I tell you what, you don't do well at close range with those. Good. So he's not alive. But I know this. That kid is. Well, was. And I know the way I felt afterwards. I was in a lot of pain, but I felt like amazing. Because you know what? I thought I, I may have changed that kid's life. He might do something different. He might say, well, holy shit, my angel was there that day. Maybe Americans aren't all so bad. Maybe not all Americans are bad. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Be, because I know what I've done to other people, too. I know I took another kid out into the middle of a field, locking and clearing a weapon in front of his head after he tried to attack me at a gate point in Iraq. And we kicked him out with his hands still bound and a hood still over his head. I probably created another terrorist that day, but I didn't kill the son of a bitch, which I should have done legitimately. But he was a kid. But he was a kid. Where do you draw the line? You know, some kids just need to get their bent over another man's knee and get their ass spanked to realize, oh shit, I ain't all that in a bag full of potato chips. Some other kids, you know, they need a little bit more harsher punishment, but you'll have that. Those big jobs. Well, here's another way they're coming after the kids. In case y'all didn't know this. California Brain Tumor Association, but actually collaborate with 10 other groups. Uh, one of the groups is emfscientist.org, emfscientist.org. That's 220 doctors and scientists from 39 countries who have looked at health effects from wireless radiation. And from their work and the work of others, we can clearly say that wireless radiation can cause cancer, neurological problems, immune system disorders, and reproductive harm. Clearly, uh, our scientists, along with the other groups I work with, which are composed of people who are developing uh, wireless health effects, um, from their various sources, for instance, people developing brain tumors from their cell phone and the radiation emits, uh, people developing neurological symptoms from the Wi-Fi, from school Wi-Fi, people developing neurological and cancerous health effects from simple smart meters, smart meters being little wireless meters that are put on people's homes so that uh, people don't have to come by and read the meter themselves manually. So regardless of the source, and cell towers are the most powerful source, of wireless radiation emissions. Um, regardless of the source, the health effects can be the same. So what brings me here today is the rollout of 5G technology. And people need to understand that 5G technology is very different from 2G, 3G, and 4G that preceded it. And that is because the wireless radiation is using a higher frequency. Our current wireless technology uses about one gigahertz to four gigahertz. Um, this new 5G technology is ultra-high frequency, ultra-high intensity, and it's 24 gigahertz 
to 90 gigahertz. To put this in some type of perspective, 90 gigahertz is 90 billion electromagnetic waves per second hitting your body. We know people are already getting sick from the lower frequencies, and we expect, that is our scientists expect, that these higher, ultra-high frequency uh, microwaves are going to bring people to disease quicker and in a more intense form. The other problem with 5G technology is these microwaves are very short, so our old microwaves were about two and a half to three. Okay. Hey, so I, now, I, well, hold on. That's hold on. an older clip. That is from 2019. Yes, it is. But hold on. Really quick. Truck drivers. Because I know we got a lot of truck drivers that listen to us. One of our biggest audiences is truck drivers. So really quick, quick truck drivers. I know you guys. You guys go draw, driving through those uh, way stations. You know how they submitted those passes now they put inside your cabs? So when you go through a way station... It will tell you the next way station you have to check in at. That's all 5G te technology. That's what that is. Every time you see that flash, and there's a bunch of you, some of you that have reached out to me talking about headaches. Mm -hmm. You guys were talking about the flash headaches that I got. Like I used to sense it. I, I became very sensitive for a while to bright light. Like because I worked so much at night, any real big bright light would fuck my eyes up. It would really fuck me up. I would, I would snap back to a place that I hadn't been in a very long time, but that's all that 5g shit. That's all 5g. So when you're driving down the road with your way station monitor and your truck and you're thinking, man, I'm just breezing through this state. You're getting smacked with a 5g radiation band across the front of your truck. Every time that you're in any car around you is also getting hit with it. Yeah. So, hey, you you guys in the cars, the smaller vehicles next to them, guess what? You're getting smacked with the same radiation every day driving down the road. But, you, fuck, I mean, again, fuck that. That's adults. Adults drive. Your kids are getting smacked with that radiation for eight hours a day. Yeah, because guess, well, here in Georgia, they are. Because Cause in Georgia, every state-sponsored school has to have a 5G tower above it. Yeah. Every yep. public school has a 5G tower on it in Georgia. You don't and believe me? Go check states. it out. <laughs> a lot of states. You know why? Because that's how the state made their money. They leased the, the roof of the schools to the wireless cell towers, yep. to the companies. And guess what? Your kid's getting smacked with 5G radiation for eight oh, hours okay. a day. Yep. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. I, I know that's a fact in Georgia. I don't know about the rest of the country, but I can tell you in Georgia, if you are attending a state-sponsored school, there's a 5G tower on the property on that school somewhere. Yep. And I can tell you no bullshit. I've seen it. And there's like three schools in one area that have three 5G towers on them. Three buildings, three towers. Short waves, remember. So, yeah. Every way they can, they're coming after your kids. But they're going to they're gonna do it through radiation. They're going to do it through pop depopulation. They're going to do it through vaccines. They're going to do it through Sexual interjection of of, of 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 new 
diseases. Look at this RSV shit. Cultural shift. Tell me something. When was the last time you heard of RSV? RSV, the last time I heard of RSV, it was 1999. I had to go look it up. Why? Because RSV in 1999 actually made a very rapid recovery in the U.S. military. Because we were in Bosnia in 99. And RSV was rampant in Bosnia. We had units shifting in and out of Bosnia. Is is that where we released it after we developed it? I, I don't know. But what I can tell you is that RSV got real quick, fast, in a hurry after Bosnia. I remember that because I was in the U.S. military. And I remember we had to go get a shot for it. So I got a question for you. What happened to that shot? Was that approved when they gave it to me? Because they it doesn't have to be approved for it to be given to me. But for you all, it has to be approved. The military doesn't have to be approved. Yep. It doesn't have to be approved until after the final batch of testing because we're considered an initial batch of testing. Yeah, military and homeless don't need approval for vaccine testing. They're just guinea pigs. So... I always ask this question with the RSV thing. When did this become such an issue in the States other than after Bosnia? And I thought it was weird that Bosnia had something to do with this. Then I went researching just the other day, just about RSV. When I found out where RSV started, that's when it became ultra clear that we have another problem. China, as Trump told us, C-H-Y-N-A. Mm-hmm. which is in China, Ukraine, Ukraine. There was a batch of disease ridden rodents released that were sent lab. from China, Ukraine to Bosnia, Herzegovina mm. to the weapons lab in Bosnia, Herzegovina, by the way, at the time was being funded by the United States of America. Hmm. And these rats happen to have RSV. Of course they did. <laughs> oh, wow. And where did we find these rats? Oh, we found these yeah. in the quarters of soldiers. And there was a lot of military guys that got fucked up after Bosnia. So I, where this all starts, I don't know, but I can tell you this much. The U.S. military ain't clear of it. And we ain't clear of it. The CIA ain't clear of it. The news, the media isn't clear of it. Nope. The politicians aren't clear of it. Uh, we start where we start. RSV was in the wings. We we can we can go around the corner and find a problem. The question is, what is the U.S. going to do about it? Well, that is a good question. Um, I, I'm just trying to figure out what the yeah. people are going to do yeah, about oh, it because. Oh. I'm angry. That other guy was angry. I, I thought you were going to ask what, what he... need more money. About it. We don't just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's going to be another pandemic. We have to think ahead. And that's not something the last outfit did very well. That's something we've been doing fairly well. That's stop, why we need stop, money. stop, pause that, pause that. Wait. We do need more. There's... No, 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 no. Go back. Go back in the video. Uh-huh. Go back to where... There's going to be a second pandemic. Yeah. What second pandemic? We just need more money for vaccines for children eventually. 
We need more money to plan for the second pandemic. There's- what what second pandemic? Uh, that's that's like Joe Biden number six or something, Sarah. There's there's like four. Uh, seriously, there's like four different. His earlobes are different. Yeah, that's how we know. They're, they're always uh, the whole facial structure is different. It's just ridiculous. But you know, like second pandemic. Um, you know, so Leo, you 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 bring up a good point here. Leo said, "Put all your electronic shit out with your trash next week." I dare you. No one will, because it would feel like you're throwing your life in the garbage. That should tell you something. I'll tell you what, Leo. And oh, and then uh, I think uh, I think Lindsay said something about um. Yeah, Dude, I'm up. about to shoot a computer, bro. People would freak the fuck out, you know, if they all of a sudden had to detox from the most important thing in their lives. Okay, so the storm, well, we had no damage, really. Um, we did have a a tree limb sit on the cable line on the causeway. We talked about this last night a bit. Well, apparently, it only just got fixed like a not even an hour ago. Um, just as we were starting the show, they finally fixed it, actually, so two hours ago. Because uh, apparently the cable people thought it was a power line and they thought it was up to George Power to fix it. And uh, George Power said, no, no, our our power lines are over there. They're buried. That's a cable line. Power line's fine. And uh, so they they went back and forth with, you know, so anyway, our little island has been out of cable internet for three days. So when I was out talking to the neighbors before, we haven't been. Well, that's because we have fiber. Um, when I was talking to the neighbors before, and that the other neighbor showed up, the SF guy, and you know I was talking to the both of them, and they were bitching because they're like, they're like, do you have cable? No, do you have cable? And I was like, I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I we signed, we're podcasters, so we signed up for fiber when it came through, and because uh, Xfinity always fucking sucked. I mean the speed was terrible. It could never keep up with us. Uh, we had two separate lines, one just for the podcast and one for the house cost me 300 and something bucks a month. It was absolutely insane. So as soon as fiber came in, I got the fiber and, uh, we pay a hundred bucks a month and we have one line and the speed is fantastic. And guess what y'all we have internet right now. Like I still have it. I, I don't know. What we didn't lose yet. it. Maybe y'all should. I was like, I don't work for them or anything. Like I don't, we didn't I have, don't get a kickback. We, we didn't have power. You, maybe maybe I we didn't have, have power, but we, we had, had internet. internet. If the modem would have worked, we would have internet. Yeah. Um, we could have done something from a tablet maybe, but anyway, it would have been, sucked. I was it asleep. Been shitty. But anyway, um, but they're just like, they're looking at me and I was like, I mean, I, I, I don't know what to, tell you but they were legit freaking out like one was like i i use the hotspot on my phone to cast to my tv so that i could watch tv when we went to bed last night because we were going nuts not being able to do anything on the internet wow yeah that is uh, and the other guy crazy. was like i did the same thing i'm you know, just using up all my data you, you know I was that, like i just paid my hundred dollar fiber bill and it still works so. you know folks listen listen one of the things i realized is like we pay the money for the fiber because of this because of the show i want to give you guys the best product i can give you yep we're about to be able to do that because of a generous donation from a listener who an amazing person wishes to remain nameless um, thank you. And, uh, we will continue doing it. We're about to upgrade to a system that's about to blow your socks off. It's going to take us a couple of days to get there, 
But Pequest, we have a generator too, but we were only out of power for like two hours. So it wasn't worth it to pull it out of the garage and start it up and waste the gas. It was only two fucking hours. It really wasn't enough. Yeah. It was just enough that it fucked everything else up and we didn't want to interfere with Josh. Everything show, was still so. frozen, so it was fine. It would have taken forever me for, for me to get everything back up at that point anyway. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Point is this. We're about to upgrade this show to hopefully what I hope to be actual real-time live, no pause, like stupid retarded no like video when they come out of a clip it like yeah. it's 30 seconds behind it, it's for a gonna while be like catches up. supposedly no. this thing's gonna be like as powerful as god so i can't wait to see it i'm impressed anyway, and guy. i am uh more than proud and happy and one day he'll let me say his name but i'm i'm just telling you for that person god bless you because you understand what we're trying to do we're not i i don't want to start a look when I started this, I told her, I don't want to start a revolution for no reason. We have to have a reason behind this. Right now, we have the best reason ever. We have the most corrupt government that's ever been in charge of this United States. Ever. Yeah. Ever. You want like, proof? Here's some proof. They're dug in five ticks deep. It's bad. Let's uh let's talk about Maui a little bit. A lot of shit. That cover up did not go well for that. That did not go well. No. No. The recent fires in California, Australia, and now Hawaii are unlike anything we've ever seen before. They are being called forest fires and wildfires, but they are clearly something very different. These fires are burning homes into a white powdery ash footprint, while often leaving the surrounding green trees and shrubs practically untouched. In extreme cases, forest fires can reach temperatures up to 1500 degrees Fahrenheit, and the melting point of aluminum is 1220 degrees Fahrenheit. So it is possible for an extreme forest fire to melt aluminum. But there are cars with puddles of melted aluminum that were clearly not in the wildfire area. And melted glass, which has a melting point around 2,500 degrees Fahrenheit. These are unexplained anomalies. In the California fires of 2018, cars were randomly bursting into flames on the freeway with no surrounding fires. We've seen these same anomalies in New York City on September 11th, 2001. Cars completely burned out with no explanation. In Maui, these unnatural fires spared the homes of the rich while burning the native homes of the working class. With precision, these fires destroyed the most envied, high-valued areas of Maui. For decades, directed energy weapons have been classified, but they have been on the public record for several years now. Directed energy weapons, known as DOOS, have the ability to burn homes with this sort of precision. But in order to be this precise, the area would have to be mapped out. In January of this year, green lasers were seen over Hawaii which could best be described as a geospatial array for mapping terrain. We have seen that among the ashy ruins, there are blue-colored objects that have somehow survived the devastation. 
blue cars, blue umbrellas, a blue boat, blue planters. Videos online are going viral that show how lasers can easily burn through certain colored objects, but objects that are colored blue remain unharmed. Directed energy weapons include lasers, millimeter wave, and microwave. They are all based on light frequencies, and different wavelengths of light affect colors differently. For example, in laser tattoo removal, different wavelengths are used for removing different colors. And this is because color is a quality of light. Each color has its own frequency. Interestingly enough, the frequency of the color blue is 6.66. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Mm. Isn't that interesting? Hmm. hmm. 6.66. Right? Hmm. You know what else is interesting? This is the Illuminati headquarters in Hemet, California. Let's play that again. I'm sorry, the Freemason headquarters. Freemason. Freemason, my, my bad. The Freemason headquarters in Hemet, California. What did they know? Hmm. Interesting. Things that make you go, hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Weird. Maybe yeah. we need to paint our roofs blue. Right? I mean, some blue tart, maybe. You know? I'm just thinking something. We got to do something blue. I'm thinking I'm thinking blue tarps are going to be um, like hot commodity items here real soon. So, you know, like mm. tractor supply is going to be sold out of blue tarps here in like five minutes because everyone's going to want to put blue tarps on their roofs and their chicken coops and shit. So, yeah. Just saying. Anyway, um, but check this out, y'all. You, you don't believe in directed energy weapons. Tell me what this is. Pause it. Let's let's back that up because it already started. It's not very long. Let's start that again. Okay. Again. <sighs> you you don't want to know what that. What is that? Is that the rod of God? No. What is that? <laughs> you don't want to know. Yeah, I do. What is that? No, you don't. Sure, I do. Sure, you don't. Sure, I do. Sure, you don't. Is that an angel? Yeah. You think yeah. so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's not a directed energy about You think that's, that's an, angel? an angel? Okay. What about this one? With. <laughs> This is legitimate. Yeah. Yeah. comes from the ground, folks. It doesn't come from the sky. Yeah. It comes from the ground. 
So when that shit snaps, it's coming from the ground up. Mm-hmm. It's not the other way around. It's not down. It's up. So when you see trees, for instance, everybody tells me, Mick, you're wrong. Oh, I am? Okay. So do me a favor. Go check another tree out that was struck by lightning. I bet you see down way low, there's a burn mark. And I bet that burn mark traces right up to where the tree popped. Why? Because that shit started in the ground. And it snapped up. And as it snapped up, it burnt and broke the bark. You mean like this one? Boom. Yeah, yeah. See how deep that is? That's from the ground up. That ain't from... That's not from lightning. Well, it's lightning. It might be lightning. But that's the ground up. That's that's how lightning works. It doesn't work the other way around. Trust me. I know too many people that have been struck by this shit. That's why you jump when your hair stands up during a storm. Exactly. Exactly. (sighs) If you ever enter. That's why rubber tires ground you. That's why rubber soles on your shoes ground you. Can I I tell you a secret? And this is going to blow your all's mind. So let me bring us up here. Hold on because she's not doing her job. Sorry. I'm sure not. So. One of the big things when you enter a, a true Faraday cage, like uh, like there's no electronic signals getting in or out, right? That first time that you grab any handle inside that Faraday cage, you will get a you will get a, an electric shock. You will get a it'll be a, like a static electricity snap. And I've been told, I don't know if it's true. There's a low voltage emission through like when you go into those secure facilities through the doorknob, those low voltage transmissions are powerful enough to knock out any video, any audio, anything that you could possibly be recording through your skin. That's how intense our security is around our secrets. It really is. They give you a low voltage shock at the doorknob. So that way it breaks any connection you have with any device in your body. How fucking crazy is that? So you want to get high? Kind of, I guess. Yeah. I reloaded the bowls. So. I know you did. That's why I asked. You want to get hot? I guess we got to do it. We didn't get into the Joe and Hunter stuff all week. Honestly, I really didn't feel I can feel like it. Really does it matter? No, I mean, it really doesn't. Joe so, and Hunter is the same you, story. Let me give you a quick rundown. Okay. We can give you the same story over and over again, but Here, it's, here's, what's the point? Here's the deal. They keep calling Joe's use of other names pseudonyms. Pseudonyms are for authors. Aliases are for crooks. Joe is a crook. Joe, using multiple different aliases, communicated with Hunter via Rosemont Seneca more than a thousand times. 1,300. Okay. Total. So he's a crook and a liar. 
We already knew that. We, so we're we not going to get into it. We know how corrupt he is. I, I don't need to tell you all the talking heads, show you all the talking heads, and tell you how fucking corrupt he is. We all know. We all know. Everybody knows. So, um, you know, it's whatever. Is he going to be held accountable? Who knows? Uh, James Comer said that an impeachment inquiry is imminent. That's some good alliteration for you there. So I have a question for you. Why is an impeachment inquiry imminent if an impeachment is not? Why aren't we just going straight to impeachment? We have all the fucking evidence. No shit. How much more evidence do you need? I mean, now, oh, and they asked Joe if he would give over his bank records and he literally laughed in their face. Yeah. Yeah. So. See? That'd be a no. So one more time. Remember, the adults are in charge. Remember, folks. Oh, yeah. They ran on the fact that the adults were going to be back in charge of the government. Yeah. The adults are back in charge. Yeah. This is the adults in charge. If this is the adults in charge, I I, I need to run around and fucking wedgie every single one of these motherfuckers because they're a bunch of bitches. I was going to say, if these are the adults in charge, can we... Put Get some real adults in charge. Eleven-year-old up as president because he'd do a better job. I, I, I don't want the job. What I want is a free and fair America. That's okay. what I want. I want one that lives by the Constitution that was set forth to us by our forefathers. That said, hey, look, if you follow these simple rules, you'll never have any problems. We have fucked those rules up, left, right, and center. We need to go back to what the basics are. The basics is what life is. I don't give a fuck what you do in your own house. You do it. If you get fucking caught up with the law, that's on you. It's not on me. Don't do it in public. Don't do it around our kids. Certainly don't push it around our kids. Certainly don't do that. That's the one thing we don't want done. You want to dress up in women's clothes and dance around and wear makeup in the privacy of your living room? No one gives a fuck. Dude, if you guys kept doing... Look, trans community, I, I'm not talking shit. I'm dead serious. You want to do that shit? Fine. You want to cut your own dick off? Fine. Go do it. Don't do it to our children. But don't do it to our kids. Are you serious? What the fuck? Are you, what, are you, what did you think was going to happen? Did you think we're going to sit idly by and let you do this to our kids? Are you retarded? Apparently, yeah. They really did. Like, they really like, did. Like, dude, I would have let you get away with everything. I would have... Whatever, it's your right to do whatever you want to do to your body. And come after the kids. But you come after my kids. Fuck you. Done. Get out of here. All right, let's get high because we're going to get out of here in about 15 minutes. All right. And it's Friday, so we'll do a double header on this. We'll do a double header. Fuck it. <laughs> smoke it up if you got it. Yep. Got it. Get it. Smoke it. Fuck it. It's from the mom.
Well, while I'm doing this, Hillside, hey, you guys are about to get your 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 nightly toke, as it were. Gold pills are released, folks. Go get it, fuckers. The gold pills have been released. Go get your scratch. I remember Freedom Gardens has moved to 1 p.m. Eastern because Heather now has to work at 4 o'clock every day. So every every uh, Saturday. Oh, no shit. Yeah. So uh, Gardens at 1 o'clock so that she can be out of here in time to get to work. So, um, and hopefully she can make it tomorrow, but and primarily tomorrow on Freedom Gardens, we're going to be talking about, honestly, I think, well, electroculture and some homemade bug spray. Dude, electroculture, I'm going to, not our property. The whole fucking island. Our neighbors, all of our neighbors came by. I'm telling you right now, folks, we've got so many neighbors now that are asking us what we did because they had no damage whatsoever to their properties. Last time they had a hurricane come through here was Matthew. Matthew fucked them up. They got upwards, destroyed. sideways, and yep, it was amazing. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I tell you, electroculture saved our whole little island. So, we got a lot of people asking questions about that. Yeah. So, to the point where I honestly think I'm going to start selling electroculture antennas. I'll start selling them locally on Facebook, you know, in different sizes. Shit. Yeah. You know I'll what? Shi- I'll I, ship I them bet, too. I you bet guys, people out here would buy them from me. You guys want electroculture antennas? Um, let me know. I'll, uh, yeah. I'm a, I'll start by selling it through Facebook Marketplace and then... No, don't do that. I'll go from there. No, you're going to start right here. Well, yeah. I mean, I'll start here, but you guys want an electroculture antenna, let me know. Um, I got to work out sizes and pricing, but I'll let you guys know tomorrow on Freedom Gardens. There you go. So, so I, I, I'm telling you, these steaks are worth it, folks. Yeah. Yep. I, I saw it. When the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Give them the nah, bear. Love you, Joseph. But yeah, no, seriously. The electroculture stakes, seriously, if you don't have the time, I we don't have a problem. I We'll do it. We'll send them to you. It's not a big deal. We'll wrap them. We'll do exactly yep. what's supposed to be done. Depending so, on where you live. So you'll have to let me know where you live because how this the antenna gets wrapped is dependent on whether you are in the north or the south. Yes, because we got to know where you live. Yep. We do have to know. Which that. I mean, I'd have to have your address to ship it to you anyway. So you know, bingo. Yeah, but yeah, I, I why not yeah. do it here first and then go to that shit? No, yeah. don't. Well, I mean, I was in the neighborhood. I, no, I but. I want you to start with the people that have been following us for a hot minute. Yeah. These are the people that I, and, I mean, oh, get, my loyalty. Don't get me to. wrong. You, I mean, y'all, and I've taught you guys how to make your own. It's not that hard. But if you don't have access to like a, a good hardwood um, or you're just, you, you want to support us and, and have us do it for you, I'm good with that. I, I just, I, 
why not? This is the platform we do it to first. Yeah. And then everybody else is after that. Because I'm sorry, these are the people that put us where we're at. Yeah. And no, I, I, I owe all my loyalty to them, including Clout Hub and everybody else listening out there that are a part of everybody else that listens live. 44,585 of you last night. So that is... Last night was a huge show. Yeah, I don't... What did we talk about? Uh, God. Okay. Angels. There I played the recording. You remember that? Oh, you did, didn't you? I did. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Oh, that's why. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. That's why we had so many people. So anyway, either either way. No, but this is listening live. This is a live number, not a, hey, it's just here. No, I know. I mean, we only get so many people on Rumble because Rumble edits us so i mean we started out listen listen folks you want to know how fucked up <laughs> yes, rumble is learn. i just didn't want to say that um love you guys but you want to know how fucked up rumble is uh we started out the show we had 215 people in the show watching live uh right now we only have 150 mm-hmm. a lot okay? of people dip out uh well especially because we go late on fridays yep yeah, but even still yeah. i mean that's not a right. Uh, does the effect of electroculture change for plants in a large container? Can plant to pa- plant it in the ground? Yes. Yes. Um, it, you can put an electroculture stake in a container in a pot. You just you make it. I make them a little smaller for my pots. Like they're they're about two feet, one to two feet tall, um, or like eighteen inches to twenty. Well, it depends inches. on the size of the pot. Depends on the size of the pot. Um, Base it off the size of the pot. But like if you plant. If you plant something in a pot with an electroculture stake and you plant the same thing in the ground without an electroculture stake, the one in the pot will do better. If you plant one in the pot with an electroculture stake and you plant one in the ground with the electroculture stake, the one in the ground will do better. Why? Because more energy is dispersed throughout the ground. Um, it's a larger well for the plant to draw from. That's it. It's all the nutrients because, and all the bullshit the plant needs and yeah. makes the plant grow. I, I all I can tell no, you, Sarah, you don't plug them into an outlet. You just you plant them into the ground. No, that you're using the earth. You're yeah. using, you're using the the energy the, from the earth. The so think about it this way: electricity in the ether. Think about it this way: cherry tomatoes are how big in your world? They're normally about this big, right? Yeah. Okay. Our cherry tomatoes fit in the palm of my hand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Our cherry tomatoes fit in the palm. One fit in the palm of my hand. That's how big it was. Yeah. All right. You do what you want to do. You say what you want to say about it. But I'm going to tell you right now, a cherry tomato should never be that big. But I'll tell you what. That was the best cherry tomato I've ever had. Yep. By far. It's delicious. So, um, but anyway, yeah, exactly. Texas. Yeah. Your cherry, cherry tomatoes are huge. I mean, our beans are insane. Like I planted seeds in the ground less than two weeks ago and I already have beans this big. I mean, they're yard long beans. So they're you know only a third grown, but I already have beans this, this big. And actually I have regular size beans. Two weeks from seed to fruit. Two weeks from seed to fruit. That's it. 14 days instead of 45. Yeah. So, I mean, they're fruiting before they've even finished 
growing. It's insane. Yes, the weeds like them too, but you know what I do? Um, Sergeant Horse, when I weed, I actually have a, I started doing this now, but I've got a big Tupperware bucket and I throw all my weeds in there with water and it breaks down and it smells terrible. And then I dip my watering pot in there and I um, spread it all over my plants because all that chlorophyll, all that organic matter that comes out of those weeds, it's great for your plants. They love it. They soak that shit up. It's an excellent fertilizer. So there's use for everything. All right. Well, anyway. We got to get the fuck out of here. Yep. So uh, we'll be back or she'll be back tomorrow, tomorrow for one o'clock. One o'clock. Freedom, Freedom Gardens. Yep. We'll be back on Sunday. True Spiracy. Yep. One forty-five pre-show, mm -hmm. two p.m. Start of the show. We go. You got it. So till then, for the Mick and Vlin, have a great night, fuckers. We'll see you later. Thanks for watching, y'all. Peace, bitch. Fuck around and find out I love my country